Welcome to the first ever episode of Bro Hawks, a sports podcast. I'm your host, KCP, on my good friend, host, D-Dubs. Yeah. yeah, how's that? How's that? I hate it a lot, actually. You hate D-Dubs? Yeah. Why D? Is it because of the D and the W? Yeah, and then it's a sports podcast, so W's, D-Dubs. No, one of our teams gets a lot of dubs. Well, I like a lot of teams, so... If you're That's all true. Teams if, we're all, if we're doing all of our teams, you probably have more success than I do. Definitely. Especially because some of those teams play 182 games a year. So That's fair. My name's Derek, by the way. <laughs> uh, it's not D-dubs. <clears throat> so we can go with Derek if you want to. You can go with that. I'll go D-dubs. We'll kind of do like back ah, and forth. We'll this see. Is, we'll see how that goes. This is our first episode. That's why we got uh, this green screen behind us. Um. The real reason we couldn't do what we wanted to is because I wore all green. <laughs> um, I wore my hat, bring the Sonics back, and I wore a green hoodie. So uh, I'll take the blame on that one. Well, it's not all on you. We don't even have a logo yet. We don't have a theme song. That's true. So it's going to be like Smeagol says. It's going to be raw and wiggling. Mm, my wife says that sometimes. Does <laughs> she really? Oh, that's a joke. It's like, why the fuck was she... <laughs> So is she going to listen to this? Because I'll probably... Definitely. Just probably tune her out right there. Ah, uh, she's already... Yeah, she's already out. <laughs> she clicked on it. She gave us the view. She's out. <laughs> she hit liked. Like. <clears throat> she's well, out. Well, that's, that's all it really counts. That's all I care about are views. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm just kidding. Kind of. <laughs> so... We are going to have it more formatted going forward and have a kind of a structure to the show. But since it's the first episode, we're kind of just going to be random things to start out with. We're going to talk about where we start with sports and the teams we follow. You might be able to figure out the football NFL teams we follow based off the podcast name here. But would you like to start, buddy? Oh, sure. So <coughs> teams I like, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, if you have anything to talk about what made you like sports, you can. And then every sport you follow and the teams you follow in those, probably the easiest way to do it. Uh, yeah, so I'm mainly into football. If I were to hang my hat on one sport, I'm in NFL. I like college. I like some of the other fun leagues, CFL, XFL, minor league things that we'll be talking about. Um, but I love the NFL. That comes from my dad. All my sports things really comes from my dad. Um, he was a Seahawks fan growing up. He didn't have a team in the seventies, and when they came around, he like loved the name, loved colors, loved everything about him. <clears throat> so I grew up around Seahawks things. So it was just natural that I started liking them. He was also in Louisiana for a, a while for his uh, childhood, so he's an LSU fan. Which doesn't make any sense, and I understand that. Um, and again, I'm watching LSU growing up. There's LSU stuff in the house. I like LSU as well. College. Football. Uh, their basketball team is not doing bad. No? It's not doing bad. Um, but I don't pay attention to it at all. I just happen to know they're not doing bad. Um, that could be incorrect, actually, as of right now. But last time I checked, they were pretty good. Okay. Um, <clears throat> um, but other than that... Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, I love sports a lot. I always have. I love playing them, all of them. 
following, I I like loosely like the Indians. I also kind of loosely like the Reds, so it's kind of that doesn't work. I also loosely like the Mariners. Uh, so uh, I'm thinking I just don't follow the sports enough to have like a this is definitely the team that I'm going to root for. My wife, uh, her family's from Cleveland, so you got the Indians thing. My dad's a Reds fan. Uh, and I love everything Seattle, so the manners are just kind of happening, but they're terrible. So they're hard to root for. And it's hard to get into baseball with a terrible team, especially when there's 4,600 games they play. Um, was it basketball? I, uh, I like the Sonics. Again, my dad. Uh, I was a huge Supersonics fan. <clears throat> uh, now, I don't really follow basketball. I liked the Bulls for a while. I don't even know a player on the Bulls. I think there's a guy named Noah on there for a while. Uh, Rose, I think he was there for a minute. I think that was all years ago. Uh, I think my, this guy named Michael Jordan was on there for a little bit. He's uh, one that touched little kids, right? <clears throat> something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he had some characters with him. Um, <clears throat> so basketball is not really my... I like watching it. I like. I think I've watched the most Cavs games out of any team, really. But I don't think I'm a Cavs fan. So you've seen a lot of losses then? I have. I've seen some fun, too. I've seen the yeah. finals all those years. Those those were fun. I don't like Golden State, so I was definitely rooting for the Cavs. I like LeBron, so like I've watched a couple Lakers games. But basketball is not really my jam. Uh, NBA Jam, Space Jam, oh, that one too. Two. Oh. Hey, look at us. Um, so that's football, baseball, basketball. My favorite tennis player is Andre Agassi. Is uh, he actually? He actually is. Uh, he's very retired. Yeah. Uh, soccer. I like the World Cup. I vote for America. Root for, not to vote for. Which America? Uh, the good one. Okay. Uh, USA. <laughs> uh, soccer. Um, I don't know. That's all the major sports, right? Um, besides hockey. hockey. Uh, I'm going to be a Kraken fan because I did not have a team. And uh, they finally got something going up there. I can sink my teeth right into it and start liking them right from the beginning. So in 30 years, my kids are like, oh, I like the Kraken. Well, when they came around... I'll have that story. So until we move and go to Oklahoma City, yeah, fuck me, right? There it is, first one. <laughs> uh, yeah, until they move to Oklahoma City, or just get rid of them <laughs> in general. So uh, yeah, I'll be a Kraken fan. I think. Actually, I know. I already want to buy one of their sweaters, but they're not available yet. But, uh, you know, I, I live in a place where the Blue Jackets are celebrated, so, you know, I'll pull for them. I was also, uh, I liked the Red Wings at one point, just because they were really good, I'll be honest with you. And watching hockey is fun when people are winning. So, and I was a huge uh, oh, no. Oshi fan, the oh. individual. I think he's on the Blue? Blues? Yeah. Nice. Only because he was on Team America, <clears throat> not the World Police. About sick, like, yeah. The team uh, that plays hockey. Uh, and he was in incredible during one part of those. <laughs> I don't even know what part it was, but I I've never lost my shit more over a hockey game than when Oshi was just dialed in. 
I think it was the Olympics. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. it was awesome. That was when they got silver. Yeah, Canada won gold. Oh, dude, that dude was incredible. But I can remember that, and I can remember uh, for soccer, I, the World Cup with uh, Tim Howard, the goalie. You remember that World Cup yeah. where he saved everything, and they did well that year too. Man, do you remember who scored the game-winning goal for Team Canada? Is it fucking uh, what's his name? From Not Sidney Crosby, if that's what you're thinking. Is it the other one that's popular in Ohio? Nash? Yeah, fucking Rick Nash ruined the Olympics for us. That's so sad. <laughs> that's so sad. But I know that was lengthy. That's my weird history. I, I'm a Seahawks fan. Sports are cool. I, I like teams. But I'm a diehard Seahawks fan. No, that wasn't lengthy at all, I don't think, which is common with you. Um, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> How am I supposed to diss you when you just roll with it and compliment me? Um, <laughs> but mine's definitely similar in the way that I don't even know where sports actually started with me. I feel like it's just always been part of my life. I feel like for a lot of people, it was when they started playing in school or there was a certain athlete that made it happen or something. I feel like I have my dad and then three brothers, and I feel like it was just natural for sports to always be a part of our lives. So for as long as I can remember, I've been a fan of sports. Um, I know we can kind of go by sports and leagues here like you did. Um, football, definitely the Broncos in the NFL. They've always been my favorite team. In any of these sports and leagues, there's 43 to You remember I made in this episode, so that won't be in there. Oh, um, fuck, you're right. No, you also got to remember I'm terrible at editing, so I'll probably oh, try to slip right by. Out. And I whispered it, so you won't hear it. Yeah, I'll probably try and cut that out and then cut out my own voice. Um, but uh, in any of the sports and leagues, there's always second team. There are teams I'd root for and like teams that I don't mind. Mm. So these are my top teams. And then maybe as we do the okay. podcast, so it doesn't seem like I'm bandwagging. Like, oh, yeah, now I'm uh, fucking. What do you want to? I don't know. Yeah, the Panthers I, fan. Yeah, I'm that way about the Vikings. Like, yeah. I'll root for the Vikings, but like, I'm not a Vikings fan. Yeah. So these are my top teams, and as we go on, we'll get more into that later. But definitely the Broncos in the NFL. I've liked them. I feel like probably what made me like them was what most did kids did when they were younger was the colors and the logo, which I think their colors and logo are fucking awesome. And, they're, yeah, they're unique at least. Yeah, and when I was a kid, that was when John Elway and Shannon Sharp and Terrell Davis. So, yeah, not too bad. Yeah, <laughs> Hall of Famers there. And then my brother, he doesn't really care. Well, this brother doesn't really care about um, Nick. We mentioned many times on our other podcast. Yeah. Um, always loved the Packers when he was younger. He didn't care about sports anymore. Really, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, so he's a diehard Brett Favre fan, and it was kind of like a Peyton Manning, Tom Brady thing with Brett oh. Favre and. Uh, John I Elway. hate the Packers. Me too. And uh, that just made it 100 times worse since my brother loved him. So that amplified it. And uh, growing up in Ohio, everybody in my family is loves the Bengals. And then it seems the majority of Ohio loves the Browns. Mm-hmm. Or the so, Steelers for some yeah, reason. Yeah, or definitely the Steelers, yeah. Um, and... So, growing up, I knew I fucking hated the Browns. I think part of that was probably installed because there were Bengal fans around me. And then, I didn't actually, I would root for the Bengals definitely as a secondary team. 
it's just for so long they just had a reputation of keeping the fucking worst players, not as far as skill. Oh, yeah. I don't care about that. I'm a Blue Jacks fan, I'm a Reds fan. They've had his long fans where they're fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. But keeping players that were just fucking awful people, that's like, I can't fucking root for this. The only person I can really think of now is Joe Mixon that uh, I think has a reputation on the team. Does he? He do something to his girlfriend or something? Yeah, there's video of it. Um, the girl is arguing with him first, but uh, he punched her to the ground, yeah, knocks her out. Her, yeah. And, uh, well, she, like, pushed him first, so everybody's like, well. But if you watch the video, it's... Yeah, it still doesn't matter. Yeah, so um, I hate him, but I like Joe Burrow. Hopefully he's healthy. Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, my God. And uh, nobody else I really dislike on the team, so it'll be easier to root for him now. But if they're playing the Broncos, there's I want the Broncos yeah. to fucking dominate them. They're just... Uh, Good secondary team, but uh, were you a big uh, Vontez Perfect fan? I fucking hated him so much. Weird. I also hated Pac-Man Jones, and when everybody when he signs the Broncos, everybody's like, oh, I bet you change your mind now, right? And, no, the Broncos. What the fuck did they sign this idiot? Yeah, I feel and, that way sometimes. No, well, he's good. Well, I don't even actually think he's that good, but that's what makes it even more crazy that he doesn't seem that talented on top of being an idiot. Being kind of, it's not okay, but you can kind of make that Yeah, it's for a football professional like, sports team. It's a business. Like yeah. You're doing it to win a game. But with him, I didn't see much talent there on top of that, so it seemed extra yeah. silly. Um, but I think that installed a hate in the Browns and could never root for them. And then, as we'll talk about in later episodes, why they got amplified and why we, for different reasons, hate the Browns completely. Um, so that's my team in the NFL. College, I'm sure it's a shocker to the Buckeyes. I feel like that was just ingrained in me. And yeah, that makes it's sense. Just, yeah, never going to go away. I feel like there's two paths as an Ohioan. You either get in on everybody saying OH and love Ohio State, or there's so fucking much of it that you hate them with a passion. And we yeah. are on, I think, the complete opposite spectrums. Well, at least you're not in the far end where you just like Michigan to prove a point. Correct. I don't even care if people... Like Michigan, they're like, yeah, my family's from there. Or I grew up. And like, oh, I get that. And like, Why do you like them? Uh, I just like them. Uh, you're fucking, uh, you're liking because yeah. they're a troll, not yeah. because you actually like them. Um, yeah. I'm in a totally different conference and everything, so. Yeah. I just fucking hate Ohio State. <laughs> and then hockey, definitely the Blue Jackets. Um, that's a team that I followed since before they actually even started playing a game, so that's kind of a, a cool See, thing. You're going to have that, and I'm going to have that with the Kraken. I'm going to have that. Let me have it. Yeah, because all these – well, most of these teams I've talked about, I've, they're cool in their own way because it's kind of like uh, installed in you and there from the beginning. But it's also cool to be a fan of a team before they even existed. Yeah. I, I actually loved hockey, I think, before most people here because hockey is definitely more niche for a long time in Ohio, mm. especially because of Buckeyes, just overruling football with everything. Yeah. But uh, I always went to Columbus Chill Games as a kid the minor league team here yeah. and they fucking took off and were way too successful for minor league hockey mm. and that's actually what spurred the NHL to oh. award Columbus a NHL franchise I didn't know that so, oh really <laughs> is yeah. that why they called the chiller that yeah place? they they made a deal that if uh, they were gonna fold the team to be able to have the Blue Jackets come here that they would get part ownership of the Blue Jackets and that oh. they would build the chillers to collect money and get community oh. awesome. outreach and everything um. So, since I was already a fan of that, that actually spurred me into the Blue Jackets, and then 
before they even came here, they did a big thing at the Chiller and brought the Stanley Cup there and did the voting on team names. And uh, so it's a, it was a whole crazy thing that being a, I was an Avalanche fan before the Blue Jacks got here because we didn't have an NHL team. I love the Broncos. Yeah, makes sense. They're definitely my <laughs> secondary team in the NHL still. But uh, once the Blue Jacks came here, that just overruled it right away. They had the fan voting. I can't remember all the names. You probably heard this. I feel like I told you. They did a uh, fan voting, and the final two names were uh, the Mad Cows. I have heard this. The yeah. Blue Jackets. <clears throat> I can't believe that made it to the end. <laughs> yeah, I think it probably. I'd imagine it did get more votes if it made it that far. I feel like people are so fucking. I feel like some people are so hickish that they actually genuinely liked it, and I feel like there's just mm. so many trolls and like, oh, man, we can't the have a crazy name. Yeah, uh-huh. the Columbus Mad Cows. But I feel like it got so far that I bet it even did get more votes. But they were like, hey, uh, the Blue Jackets <laughs> got more no votes. way. Yeah. yeah. So that way they are like, we're not fucking doing this. We didn't even make it this far. So I feel like, you know, let's bail on this. Um, and the Blue Jackets are a really cool name if you look up, if you know the history of uh, the Civil War. It's in, um, people from Ohio. They had the most people in the uh, Union with rocking the blue. So, or the most people in the Civil War for, were from Ohio. Yeah. So, I think it's a really cool way to do that. And then uh, baseball, a Reds fan for as long as I can remember. And we have, a again, a really successful minor league baseball team here, the Clippers, mm. which I went to for as long as I can remember. So I do like the Clippers. Yeah. I love going to Clippers games. Yeah, so I feel like that kind of just baseball. I talked about on our other podcast. I feel like I'm actually more excited for baseball this year than uh, – I am any other sport, and it's not my favorite sport at all. But mm. I feel like with everything going on, that just feels like such an American tradition and something mm. that probably the first sporting event I ever went to as a kid, I'm imagining, because Clippers games were yeah. so convenient and cheap. That feel like it's kind of making me think of being a kid again. That makes sense. Yeah. And then soccer, definitely the Columbus crew. And then uh, Team USA in the World Cup, if they uh, qualify. Uh, lately, it's been a struggle for mm. Team USA, but they did hire the crew's head coach. Oh, wow. The crew so, are very good. Yeah, so I'm not just saying as a crew fan, they've been one of the most successful teams in league history, so getting their coach is definitely a good sign. What's of, Seattle's soccer team called? Uh, the Sounders. Sounders. I kept I kept thinking of uh, the Storm, but that's the WNBA team, isn't it? Yeah. They're also very good. <laughs> I think the Sounders were good, too. They won it uh, two yeah. years ago. The crew won it last year. Yeah. Yeah, they're usually near the top with the crew. Um, and then awesome. basketball, it's the Cavaliers, but not for the obvious reasons like most people, where they became Cavaliers fans because of LeBron James. Mine was actually the opposite of that. I uh, actually used to hate basketball. And when LeBron James left and how he left the first time, I thought it was so douchey. Yeah, that I became a Cavaliers fan because this team is such an underdog and it'd be so fucking cool if they won mm. and not really knowing basketball and seeing how it's not like the NFL and other sports where underdog teams really have a realistic yeah. shot and I put myself in a trap there and they were fucking horrendous without them of course as I know now after watching more basketball which sucks because other sports I feel that could have been like a momentum thing to at least get them a playoffs and give them a chance Yeah, but not in basketball because set up so differently but uh then when he came back, it's not just that he came back. I just said it was how he left that made me so pissed off. But that uh, when he came back, I was like, all right, that's cool. And then way yeah. more success with him there. And now we're seeing what happened again with him not there. Yeah. But now it's made me an actual Cavaliers fan. The only way I would not be 
as if Cincinnati or especially Columbus got a team. Because I never root for Cleveland teams intentionally. That's just the only team we have in Ohio. Yeah. Um, if the Supersonics come back, by the way, I need to put this in there immediately. <laughs> so fast going back. Yeah, that's fair. I try to like the Thunder, but when Westbrook left and in, in, in the, the Stephen Adams, the center, I didn't really like him anyway. But it, those guys were at least fun to watch. And everyone's gone now and they're terrible again. So I forgot to mention that in my basketball teams. Oh, no, you're good. That's uh yeah that's something I never really found in basketball. I mean, I don't root against the Nuggets because from Denver, but I, like, I never actually had a connection to them. Same with yeah. the um, the Rockies. I'm like I'll I'd root for them maybe as like a if they're there, but they just never had connection like the Broncos yeah. and Avalanche did. And of course, when I was younger, the Bulls were. Yeah. That was fun to just watch this because yeah. Yeah. Um. But ba- basketball is definitely something that's come on much later. Like any of the other sports I mentioned. I feel like I had to list off like stats and history, basketball, very, very base knowledge of it. Gotcha. Um, to the point where if I play the video games, I know what people play like or feel like when they play Madden. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm getting fouls every like two seconds because I know the rules, but it's so hard to. Yeah. If you're not like fucking born into it with football, that it's not second nature to you. Yeah. And then fuck guys in basketball and baseball and hockey. I didn't really cover those. Fuck I guess everything for college. Um, I think that covers all of them besides, like you said, the stuff we'll get into on later podcast. I went longer than you did, so I'm going to keep rambling. Oh, no, no, no. I like to know your history. I'm sure the people do as well. Um, well, definitely I could have a whole list of defunct teams, which is probably the most depressing thing. So maybe that would be a, maybe for another time. episode. <clears throat> yeah. Um, a future team, I guess I could at least mention that since that's a potential like you did. The Columbus Wild Dogs indoor mm. football. Um, not technically AFL, but season ticket holders. That's right, buddy. Um, their return of indoor football, which I think is highly underrated and super entertaining, and um, kind of like we talked about the Clippers or the Chill, a great way to get in if you are a family or somebody that can't afford yeah. a ridiculous price at Blue Jackets or these major sporting events. I need to go to the Blue Jackets game soon. You should. Um, what we'll talk at your podcast. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I just, I like watching hockey. I, I'm not like <clears throat> the only the only sport that I'm like I could literally list you probably most stats for every NFL team and like their entire depth charts. That's the only sport that I'm like that into though. Yeah, hockey. I, I like going. To, I think I like going to the other sports more. I don't like going to NFL games that much. Really? Yeah, because I can't see that much, and I like to hear like records being broken and what's going on in the other games and like being there is cool i have a, have a goal actually to visit every uh nfl team stadium but uh yeah every other sport i love going to but football's the one i'm like unless it's college i would go to a college football game all the time i hate ohio state but going to ohio state football team games are awesome Oh, I don't know if you've ever been to actual big game, too. Those are fucking... I haven't been to, like, a massive one. That's next level. Like, I'd love to go to, like, a Michigan game. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. <clears throat> but, yeah. So, how you are with other sports, you can name a bunch of shit. I'm, it's only me with football. But I okay. love going to other sports. I got gotcha. you. I, I would like to go to a hockey game soon. College hockey's fun to watch, too. It is. And uh, the Buckeyes with recently have actually been really good, because for a while there, they struggled at hockey. Mm. Um, but... If you want, we can kind of jump to one of the next things that you don't want to get into here. Yeah, so I guess we should probably outline, like, what we want our show to be. Yeah, right? we can do that. 
Um, <clears throat> I think, yeah, starting off with some banter about each other would be cool. Yeah. What we've been up to, sports we have been watching, uh, news, stuff like that. Um, would be cool to get into at the beginning, and then we probably would go into major news in our in our teams or something. You can correct me at any point, by the way. I'm kind of going off memory here. Uh, I know this week we have specific things planned, and we probably will for future weeks too, but it's yeah, basically going to be probably banter, fun stuff, news about our teams, the plan stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I'm sure we'll try and figure out organization, so this might not be in order, but other things we talked about. You said we should do, like I do on my other podcast, and do a trivia thing. Yeah, I'd like to do that. That'd be fun. Yeah, so a lot of that won't be on this episode, so it might sound like we're listing things out and then not following through on our first episode, but that's because it's kind of like a, a test run. Yeah. So we're laying how we want the show to be going forward. Um, yeah. So that later in the season, definitely we think it'd be cool to do a pick them in the NFL and pick every game each week because we normally do that as like a fantasy league anyways. And then closer to our fantasy season, definitely talk about our fantasy teams and who we drafted and everything. There was a point I was still good at fantasy, and I don't know what happened, but I've been so terrible for years. I actually stopped playing at one point. Did you? I just got back into it last year. <sighs> yeah, I was winning, like, multiple leagues a year, and I just can't even make the playoffs now. So I snuck into one playoff. No, I didn't. I fucking missed it by one game. That's what it was. I lied. I, did. I have not made the playoffs in like six years. So Until this year. Until this year when I win Pick'em. It'd be cool, depending on subscribers, things like that, we could maybe get like a subscribers Pick'em league going. Oh, I'd fucking love that. Or even a fantasy league or both. Yeah. I'm, no, I, be... We could, me and you could pitch together maybe some prizes. Oh, I'd totally be down. Dude, I think this could grow into something kind of cool. See how it goes though. Um. Not to go too far off topic, but we used to have uh, our own website for video games. We did. Do you remember that uh, NCAA tournament we hosted on our message board? No, did it work? It did, and it was fucking, it was weird. We had like 15 people, and these were people we did not know, and they're on our, our Weebox message board. It worked? Yeah. Did we run it? Yeah. Who won? Um, I know. Not me? No, I know you got pissed because you got knocked out in the first round. That makes sense. I and then I made it far, games. but then somebody random won, which is actually cool that it was yeah. not one of us, yeah. so it didn't seem like a scripted thing. As a mature adult, I guess that is cool at a random one, but I, I didn't even know that I lost, but now I'm pissed about it. So, <laughs> so that was something that kind of seemed unreal at the that, time. How long ago was that? That was Halo 3, my prime days, so probably like, Oh seven oh eight, holy shit! Okay, and we that was so it had to be around there because yeah, that makes sense. That's the only time we would have been relevant in a little bit. Um, Look at our ventures. <laughs> I love it. We see if that uh, website still up after this. I don't know why it wouldn't be. I guess maybe we should look. We'll look. We'll look. Okay. Um, so I feel like we're missing some things, but definitely. Um, we'll get more streamed out here. As we get into the uh, normal shows, but did you want to uh, jump to one of the topics you want to talk about this episode? Uh, well, this episode I feel like we should probably be mainly focused on the NFL because yeah, I've I've been watching many sports, just like at all. Uh, 
and there's been this is like the craziest time for the NFL. Yeah. So I, I thought maybe we should maybe look at the news, big things that have yeah. happened. I know you want to look at the trades, the big quarterback trades, and then uh, you know as a Seahawks fan, we got some Russell Wilson stuff to talk about. Um, and then we wanted to talk maybe like a, a fun off season dream scenario, but like in in the realm of reality. Like the obviously the fantasy would be we sign both tackles of the Chiefs just let go and Russell Wilson wants to stay for forty more years. But you know, let's get in the realm of reality. Drew Locke becomes MVP. Sounds good. Yeah. So, but I think yeah, we could we could just jump into NFL news. Yeah, um, you got it there since I didn't prepare well this episode. So lead the charge. Well, the big news. We got some trades. We could talk through, and then we got. Dak Prescott. Let's see if we can talk that crazy thing. Four year, $160 million. $126 million guaranteed. I was going to say, I think that's the craziest part. Yeah. How much is guaranteed. The... There's a no trade and no tag. And he uh, also is coming, when well, I'm coming off of, but yeah. going through a potential career ending injury. Yeah, dude, I think it was so bad. <laughs> Do you think it's the Andy Dalton effect <laughs> that they saw what a mediocre quarterback looks like? Because I feel like everyone's kind of shitting on Dak. Yeah. Undeservingly? I like Dak, personally, but um, I don't know if I like him 160 mil for a year with the $66 million signing bonus. No, that's fucking nuts. I think the money sounds crazy on its own, and it is a nuts contract. But, yeah, the fact that, like I said, that, that much is guaranteed, I think, is the, the worst part of that, especially for a quarterback that he probably will play again, but I don't think that's even guaranteed. And if he does, there's no guarantee that he's going to be able to play the way he did, especially being such a mobile quarterback and his yeah. play style. And then if he can, he has such high risk of re-injury. Yeah. So I think if it he plays how he did, then I think it'd be it's a lot easier for people not to trash that. Cause, uh, yeah. Well, he's putting oh, yeah. up Pro Bowl stats every year. But yeah. if that doesn't follow through, I think it's going to be a little bit of a backfire, especially yeah. that no trade, no tag. Uh-huh. I think yeah, I think he'll do well. I think he's a he's a big dude, man. He can sit in that pocket. He can he can become a less mobile quarterback for sure. Uh, but he's still young too, and uh, yeah, the Cowboys were definitely better with him for sure. I think they need to figure out some other money situations, like maybe that Zeke contract. They should probably figure out how to get a good line again. Uh, but Cooper's obviously one of the best receivers, but. I, yeah, I think he needs some more help, I think, than just a big old contract. But I think he'll do well for sure. Um, I'm excited to watch him play again because Andy Dalton was kind of a not very fun to watch Cowboys <laughs> games. So Not that I like enjoy watching Cowboys games, but I do yeah. enjoy Dak. So that's $66 million signing bonus, biggest ever. You know who the next one was? Russell Wilson, 65. So that's a crazy, <laughs> especially for, you know, we're, we're going to talk about this obviously later, but how the media was hyping up this, oh, they released this hype video of the Cowboys didn't mention Dak one time, Dak's never going to play again for monster thing. So it's like, I'm just glad he got paid because I kind of like him as a person too. So I'm glad yeah. he has a team and he's going to pay, get paid. And say I hate the Cowboys, so naturally I just kind of don't like their players. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the more I see about him, the more likable he seems. So yeah. I feel like that was kind of just based off of my normal Cowboy hate yeah, and how right. everybody fucking loves him for some reason. Yeah, it is weird. 
So that's Dak. Pretty crazy news. Um, Carson Wentz. Uh, traded quarterback Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts for a 2021 third-round pick and a conditional 2022 second-round pick that could turn into a first. Um, Overpaid, underpaid for him. For him? Do you think the think, Colts got a good deal? Yeah, I think they got a good deal. I think that's a deal that definitely could go either way. I think time's going to tell on that one. Um, I think I definitely, from what I hear, I'm in the minority on that because I feel like it's really cool and easy to hate on Car- Carson Wentz. Yeah. I don't care about him personally at all, but he seems like a good guy. That's what I thought. I have a somebody at work is a diehard Colts fan, and he's like, "Yeah, dude," but having seen the reports, he's a fucking uh, cancer in the locker room. I was like, "Really? I haven't. Yeah, it's, I haven't heard anything about that." And he's weird. a Colts fan himself. Um, so I was like, "If that's true, then that's surprising." But yeah, there's not even anything personally. I just think it's weird how much hate he gets for performance on the field. Yeah, to the point where. I feel like I started sinking my mind. I was like, man, he's not very good. And I saw they traded for him. I started looking it up in his stats. I was like, this is, seems like a fucking steal for getting. There's one year that he was, like, putting up MVP type shit. Yeah, if you look at his stats every year, last year was his worst year, and he still had, like, 17 touchdowns to 15 interceptions, which yeah. isn't good, but that's his worst year when people are like, oh, he can't be a quarterback anymore. They were horribly timed interceptions, to be honest. But, yeah, uh, a note I have. If you were Carson Wentz and you had to walk into your stadium every day and look at a fucking statue of Nick Foles, a guy who only because you got hurt won your Super Bowl that you were probably going to win too because you're better than Nick Foles, I don't know how pumped I'd be to play. (laughs) And apparently him and uh, the coach, name is drawing a blank, hate each other. Oh, um. That's what I heard. Doug Peterson. Yeah. They didn't uh, talk since like week 10 or something. Maybe that's the cancer thing he's talking about, but I don't know if that would be on him or not. That's Yeah. I don't, and who knows how much of that's true, but. Yeah. It, it just sounds like he was in a bad situation. Do you think the Colts are better now with him over Philip Rivers? Definitely. And I know I've always been a Philip Rivers hater. You have. Um, I have. Uh, definitely part of that is is a personal thing. I think he seems like a, just a giant douche. And uh, <laughs> Is it his face? It's that, and it's the fact that he'll throw into triple coverage and then go running down the field and yell at the receiver. <laughs> that dude's a whiny baby. Uh, what the hell do you expect? How is that on the receiver? Maybe it's like, always this guy. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, as a Bronx fan, it's easy to hate him. But I think there is fair criticisms there. He's obviously put up good numbers for yeah. his career, but I think he's consistently never been able to get in the playoffs. He's just fell, fallen apart his entire career. He's stayed in the NFL for a long time and always had that issue, yeah. and that continued with the uh, Colts this year. So, yeah, I think it's an upgrade. And I think – what's the uh, condition for the first-round pick? Do you know? I do. Um, there, There is no first-round pick. Oh, I thought you said the second could – It's it's a 20-21 third round, and it's a conditional 20-22 round that could turn into a first. So I'm assuming it's how yeah, that's they finish. Yeah, okay. That's what I was asking what the condition was to turn into a first-round pick. I'm assuming it's a record. I don't know. Because I was going to say, yeah, I think a second and third round I think is a good value yeah. for Carson Wentz. And then if it is something like that, it would suck to lose a first-round pick, but that means you're probably doing pretty well and yeah. the trade worked out. So I think even – even though you're losing more value, I think it's still worth it. Yeah. Um, 
I think the worst part is I'm pretty sure he had a massive contract signed. I think that's part of why the Eagles did it. But the Eagles are paying more for him to play quarterback for the Colts. That, yeah. Oh, like wait. Mo- the Eagles have to absorb that. Oh, really? Yeah. Then that makes it even better because I thought that was part of it, that yeah. they were trying to get rid of that. And I was like, well, that does make it kind of worse for the Colts. But, uh, yeah, I think it could definitely be a trade that goes either way. But if I was betting, I think the Colts definitely get the way better end of this. And, I agree. Um, I'm glad you do because I felt like a crazy person. Everybody I talked to in sports coverage, which we talked off the air mm-hmm. about how uh, just fucking terrible sports coverage can be. And it's gotten so bad. Volatile and just everybody feeding off each other and just regurgitating things without yeah. even knowing what they're saying. It's so bad. Do you – See, I, I, was, I was definitely in the shitting on Carson Wentz last year. I went to a Browns-Eagles game in the rain. Oh, my God. It was awful. Neither quarterback played well. <clears throat> um, I'm not a Baker Mayfield fan either, though. So, um, But I was like, this dude is fucking terrible. They got to get rid Like, I was big on the, they got to fucking get rid of this guy. I like Jalen Hurts. I don't think he's ready to start either, by the way. Um, I think that he's putting a lot on his shoulders when he could have definitely stayed What's his name? Uh, power Jaw. Uh, say Power Jaw. Yeah, the the backup uh, who's been on like twenty seven different teams. McCown, Josh McCown. Oh. Is that a real nickname? That's what me and my buddy Justin call him, Power oh, okay. Jaw. He's got a good jaw. If you uh, edit this, you should put a picture of Josh McCown right here, in his jaw. Uh it's always been good looking. But I feel like Hurts could have learned something from him. But I think he's like a coach from like his home. And like he does, he's like technically on the team. I, I might have to look into that one. But I'm pretty sure he like is just like a – or he may be an emergency quarterback. I can't remember. It's something weird like, oh, hey, I need you. Oh, here comes yeah. my jaw. But I don't know where I was going. I just wanted to mention the Jalen Hurts. I don't think he's ready. And I think the Col- – oh, that's what it was. I think – the Carson Wentz was in a shit situation. Horrible offensive line. Their defense was dreadful. It should have been good. Their defensive line's pretty good. But everything else was dreadful. They, like, never can have a healthy corner. And uh, he was just in a horrible situation. Hurts didn't do much better. And uh, he's going to go to a place that had a great offensive line, a great rookie running back, uh, top five defense at one point number one in the Colts. I think he's going to be pretty successful. Is T.Y. Hilton a free agent? Or is he he is. There? He's a free agent. Um, yeah, that was another thing that I feel like people kind of ignore with the uh, whole Carson Wentz thing is also that he's always under pressure. I know you are in the NFL because there's always somebody waiting. Yeah. But it started with Nick Foles with the Super Bowl, and then as soon as that, before I can even really get over drafting Jalen Hurts like that after just giving him a massive contract, I feel like that was more mismanagement than anything to do with him or Jalen Hurts or any individual. Yeah, I think the management's a little too involved. They literally said, you have to make Jalen Hurts work. You have to. And, yeah, being under pressure, that's like, yeah, you guys need to fix that. But Russell Wilson has been sacked 394 times. It's an average of 44 sacks per season. He's been pretty successful. You know what I mean? So it's not always an excuse. It definitely doesn't help, but... I think where he's going to go will be a lot more helpful. Carson Wentz, that is. Yeah. And he's going to be there for a while. Yeah. Which is cool for him and good for the 
poor fucking Colts. My God. You get Peyton leaving. You get your next guy and Andrew. Fucking, I'm done playing football. <laughs> you have to suffer through Brissett, right, was next. Mm-hmm. He wasn't bad. He wasn't great, but he wasn't yeah, bad. He was mediocre. Uh, I think Phil Rivers was definitely at the end of his career. Yeah. Um, but Wentz could be a – I could be totally wrong, too, but I think he'll be a breath of fresh air, and I think he'll do well there. Oh, I, I could be, too. I said that's not a trade that I would be like locked in. I just think it's weird how the narrative is so one-sided because I yeah. think – if anything, it should be one side the other way. Yeah. Uh-huh. I get the clicks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Carson Wentz, Dak Prescott. Oh, Stafford. This trade kind of fucks me. Stafford, Goff. So, Matt Stafford is sent to the Rams uh, for a first, first round picks in 2022 and 23, a third round pick in 2021, and Jared Goff. So, two first-round picks, a third-round pick, and Jared Goff for Matthew Stafford. That's it. So, I think you're actually, again, it sounds like you're with me. Um, what do you think, I guess? Okay. I, I think this makes the Rams better because I think Jared Goff is horribly overpaid and over an overachiever. I think he's a perfect system quarterback. I think McVay's system is unbelievable. Um, which we got their offensive coordinator in Seattle. Well, he wasn't the offensive coordinator, but we got him. We got a guy from his system. So I'm excited as our offensive coordinator, as long as Russell stays. Um, but I think Goff was not as good. I, I think he's going to be bad in Detroit, like really bad. I think Stafford was the second best player on his team. The first was Calvin Johnson. But that doesn't really mean much. Because the lines are pretty bad. Um, I have a lot of respect for Matthew Stafford because he's never I've like never heard anything bad about Matthew Stafford. And I watched that one game where he played with like a shoulder out of socket and like won the game. That shit was awesome. <laughs> you do that, I'm instantly a fan of you. So I think the Rams paid a lot, and they're fucking stupid for doing it, by the way. They don't have a first-round pick for, like, 10 years or something. Uh-huh. Which, we haven't had one technically either because we suck ass at picking them. And we just trade away more for Jamal Adams. But, man, you were really leveraging your future for a pretty good quarterback. I think above average. Matthew Severs above average. He might be really good with the right people around him. I think he put up really good numbers despite Detroit. But, uh... He did go 0-16 once, so. And now it's a team game. You know, he was a part of that. So, um, I think with Calvin Johnson also. Pretty sure he's on that team. So, again, you think he'd win one. Your quarterback's not Sean Kaiser. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. I think the Rams got better, and I think the Lions got worse. But I think the Rams overpaid. Yeah, I feel mostly the same with a few differences. But I'm surprised you feel that way because I feel like there is a, a strong one-sided stance that the Rams destroyed this trade and just absolutely won it over. If it was maybe one less first-round pick, I would say they really good, got a good trade out of it. But, man, two firsts and a third. And Jared got oh, so much. Yeah, I feel like people are so reactionary. Like, Dude, but 
Look at Matthew Stafford. He's obviously better than Jared Goff. Okay, he is. But you're also giving up two first-round picks. That's potentially two more Matthew Staffords. Yeah. Or Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff drafting both of them, the third-round pick, right? Yeah. And then Jared Goff, which I'm not the biggest fan of him. Again, just talking on the field. I don't have anything against him in person but uh, or as a person. Um, but, again, looking at his stats, I was shocked that just every year they were – um, I would say great stats. I think part of that is, like you said, the system. But I actually don't think he is going to do bad in Detroit, oh, and and I don't, I don't like Detroit, and I don't particularly like him. I think his stats could decline a little, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're that much worse than they were in. Uh, I almost said St. Louis in uh, L.A. because that's where they should be. That is where they should be. <laughs> we're going to get a, a whole episode on relocation and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I also think Matthew's, like Jared Goff one for one with Matthew Stafford. His stats aren't that much different, and part of it is system. It's true. Yeah. I've so seen, yeah, yeah. That's kind of fucking nuts. And yeah. I think people are just so reactionary. Like, well, dude, look at Jared, Goff, Jared Goff's history compared to Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford's a better quarterback. Like, yeah, his stats are, but you're giving up so much fucking value for him. And I think a lot of it is contract. They think, signed him to such a fucking huge contract, and I, I, was, I think they're realizing he's not worth that contract. He might be good, but he's not worth that contract. Yeah, I think that's definitely something I didn't think about first. I did before we talked, but uh, the factor into it later that I thought made the trade more bearable. If I still, would, if I was a Lions fan, I would not be bummed about that. No, we're also Matthew Stafford is getting towards the end of his career. Jared Goff is, is in. Yeah. Potentially going into the prime of his career. And he's been so, to the Super Bowl. Yeah. He's been, yeah. So, we'll see. I just, I was kind of shocked that it was so one-sided on that as far as how people felt about it because I kind of felt more different. Yeah. I don't want to be wrong. I really hope he goes there and it's terrible. I don't like your Yeah. I did start to respect him because he played the playoff game against us with no thumb and beat us. Uh, um, I think mainly the Seahawks beat themselves, but he definitely went in there and just did it. How do you feel about Justin Fields then? Um, uh, I think that uh, injury was a little over over overblown. <laughs> but, you think so? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think every time he made a good pass, it didn't seem like it hurt him at all. But every time he made a bad one, that, that rib injury looked pretty bad. So um, I think he's a good kid. I think the injury was – I don't know. He did fine. You know what I mean? He didn't play much different, I don't think. Um, I have thoughts on him as a pro player. Do you? I do. Are you going to get into that later? I don't have it on there. We could, I can tell you now if you want. Um, yeah, because I think you're going to disagree with something I'm going to say. but Probably. Yeah, but uh, go on. Uh, so I don't like any Ohio State quarterbacks out of, out of college, except for, what, like Spielman or something? But even um, he... He wasn't a quarterback. He was a linebacker. Who am I thinking of? Um, Craig Krenzel. Krenzel. Sorry. Krenzel. Uh-huh. And it was a C name. He wasn't bad, was he? Come out of college? Out of college, definitely not. And uh, the Bears took him, I think, in the fourth round. Did he and play? He, yeah, he didn't do terrible, but it just didn't stick around. I guess since him, I off. there hasn't been a good quarterback come out of there, right? No, one's potential, but no, no, nobody succeeded and actually followed through with it. So, uh, so what the one potential now is what um, Haskins? Yeah, I think he's awful. Uh, and he's a 
bitch off the field. So um, I think Fields has the best potential out of any of them recently. But it's just hard for me to shake the Ohio State quarterback thing. I think he has a good build. He can clearly play. He's, what, lost two games and thrown, like, five interceptions. Um, they were at inopportune times, which made me think maybe his NFL career would be a little different. Because the thing with Ohio State, and this isn't a knock, it just means you guys are fucking awesome at recruiting and you're awesome at coaching. I think I could play quarterback in Ohio State. And I think I, I wouldn't have good stats, but I think I'd be successful. I would have more interceptions, but I think I'd have a lot of touchdowns. <laughs> because you guys' receiving core is always incredible. And you guys always have incredible running backs. And I could throw a wide-open guy. Now, Fields made some good throws. I'm obviously kidding. I couldn't play Ohio State quarterback, obviously. But what I'm saying is that there's such, there's such a, a difference in talent that I think that receivers are always open – it almost looks like there's no defense sometimes. That Clemson game was like, I don't know. That shit was just weird, I guess. But, I don't know. I think Fields has potential. I think he's going to get overdrafted. I think he's going to get drafted too high. And uh, But I think he could, he could be good. That's what I think. Okay, before I get into the actual draft part of it, um, I'm not going to lie. I thought uh, Dwayne Haskins was definitely going to be the guy in the NFL and not just kind of a Buckeyes fan. I thought uh, watching him, he did have like the build and everything for it. I think it's uh, obvious that hasn't happened. I don't know for sure if that's never going to happen. I think a part of that was definitely on the Redskins. I thought they ha- handled that. The football team. Sorry, sorry. But they were the Redskins then. The football team. Um, so the Redskins at the time, I covered myself. Um, you just call them the football team. But at the time, they were the Redskins. So, uh, okay, the Redskins at the time um, do a counter for that. Were they? I thought they were yeah. a football team when he was starting this year. They were, but when they drafted him, they were the Redskins, uh, and I feel like that was mis- yeah, that was mismanaged from the beginning about the coach not wanting to play and then them throwing him in there at the worst times. Yeah. So he might still be a bust, and not saying that I was right because I thought he'd be really good. But I think it's uh, if he gets another chance, he signed with the Steelers, right? Or somebody. I think so. And I, I, uh, I like him, but that would be the fucking. I can see that coming from a mile away if Big Ben retires and then he comes in. And everybody's like, oh, they gave up on him too fast. Yeah, it's a good guy and, to learn from, I guess. Yeah. Uh huh. And it's coming. I don't know. That offense is getting kind of stale too, though. I don't yeah. Know if that's the best. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I see what you're saying, though. Yeah, so like Pittsburgh got the high state guy. Yeah, too early. Uh huh. And like you said, there's way too many Steeler fans here, so they would jump all over that all because yeah. there would be so much translation with Ohio State fans obviously being here. Um, I think uh, it's a little unfair, not you in particular. A lot of people say that about Ohio State quarterbacks being bad, and then that means Justin Fields will be. Yeah, I think I did preface saying I do hold that. Like prejudgment, and I understand that I hold it. Yeah. So. Um, no, I hear you, and I guess I'm talking more people in general, anyways, because I feel like that's not really held to any other school. Like if uh, trending of an example. I to- I totally get what you're saying. Like, yeah. how many good North Dakota State fucking quarterbacks come out? One. Yeah. I don't so, say they're all going to be bad. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Michigan okay. hasn't put out that many good quarterbacks. 
I guess okay, you said Faith and Bedan would really seem to have a Ohio State fan, but yeah, yeah they're a prime, prime example. LSU, so we get quarterbacks all the time that fucking come into college. They all suck ass except for Burrow. He was an Ohio State guy. Yeah. Point proven. Yeah. No, he was bad at Ohio State. Um, and I think, even if that were a fair argument, I think Justin Fields could be a completely different situation because – this is our first first quarterback's been managed under Ryan Day, and he was in the NFL and has so much experience with the Eagles and handling quarterbacks that I feel like it is a different offense, even though you still, still have elite talent around him. I feel like maybe it won't be, and we'll have to, time will tell, but I feel like the system could be so much different for a quarterback going into the NFL. Yeah. Totally. Um, where I think you'll – well, I know you'll differ now, and it might sound like a high State fan thing, but – uh. There's a friend of mine at work that's a huge Jaguars fan, mm-hmm. and I made a bet with him that they're going to take Justin Fields. No, oh, no, they won't. No? No. I'm not saying just because Urban Meyer's there. I think it'd be weird if he didn't because Urban Meyer wouldn't shut up about how Justin Fields is the best quarterback he's ever seen play. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it'd be weird to pass him the best quarterback you've ever seen play, not because he's an Ohio State guy, so he has to take the Ohio State guy. If he actually feels that way, I think that'd be odd to pass him the best quarterback you've ever seen. Urban Meyer's a sketchy dude, so he probably says a lot of things. He's going to take Trevor Lawrence, and I, I don't think it's the right call. Yeah, um, I even said this. I think Trevor Lawrence seems like a massive asshole, but aside from that, um, I agree. Yeah, okay. He also looks like a girl. So. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's like the fucking I don't know what that does with anything. It means anything, but it means uh, he's scrawny, dude. Yeah, sunshine. He's hurt. Yeah, and I think. I'll be fair with judgment here. I think the first few years of his career, I think there's a good chance he's better than Justin Fields, and people react to that. But he's also had way more college experience than Justin Fields, so I think time will tell with Justin Fields, and people will definitely react the first year because they'll both be drafted somewhere yeah. around each other, so they'll be compared. Five, yeah. But I don't feel like that's a fair comparison when one stayed in his entire career as long as he could in college, and one played – like a year and a half yeah. in college. That's always one knock I have with Ohio State quarterbacks, too. They're smart. I, I don't know if it's like the people, the staff there. They always get out when they're on top. What uh, They always just – Terrell Pryor did it. Uh, Haskins did it for sure. Fields is doing it. Who's the one, uh, the big guy? Cardell Jones. Cardell Jones did it. He fucking sucks. <laughs> But he did it. But he's still on an NFL roster, I think. Is he again now? I know he's in XFL last I heard. Oh, maybe he's not. obviously gone, yeah, so maybe yeah. he is back on one. Maybe not. But last I checked, I thought he was on like, the Chargers or something. But that could have been a while ago. I think that was uh, before the XFL. Okay, okay. So, yeah, so maybe he's not. But they just always get out. They always, they never stay, which is fine. But that's always my one knock. Is like you, you, If you played more in college, you're either going to hurt your draft stock or you're going to have more experience. So they always just get out when they have more draft stock, which is cool. But that's why I think Trevor Lawrence is the obvious pick. He has been wildly successful, and he's like a generational talent. I just think he's small. Like, I feel like he's going to get hurt. I feel like it's Joe Burrow. He's too scrawny. Like you playing quarterback in the NFL. Not scrawny, though. He's literally the definition of scrawny. This will also be on our podcast feed. I'm going to put it on there, not YouTube. You can cut over to YouTube. And this is where I should add a giant muscles in. But it's just going to be me sitting here. Pretty scrawny. Um, 
But uh, I think that's all I had to say on that. I guess we'll see with the draft. I could be dead wrong. Like I said, I'm not being a Ohio State guy. I'd be like, no, he has to take the highest. I wouldn't be that surprised. I think Zach Wilson might be the best quarterback. All right, Shannon. I was going to comment on that, but I haven't seen much about him, so I'd be <clears> talking <throat> on my ass. I have this dream if Russell Wilson gets traded, we somehow acquire the number three pick. And, like, or number two pick, maybe. And uh, we take Wilson, and we make him wear number three, even though we're probably going to retire number three. But just so my jersey's still good. Um, but I, I like Zach Wilson. Okay. We'll see, though. I, Fields could easily be the best. Lawrence could be the best. Lawrence going into a bad situation. I think Fields, if he goes to, like, Where's he predicted to go? Like the Texans or Jets or something? It's been all around, but yeah, usually like the <sighs> later Jackson. half of the 10. I don't know. Could be interesting. I think he's going into a better situation than Lawrence is going into. You got to yeah. take the job from Minshew. I mean, that dude, like, looks alone got him the part. That dude is awesome. I love that guy. He just sucks at football. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> he's not that bad, but he's not that good. Either. Yeah. I think that's all I wanted to say with that. So you're welcome to keep going. No, yeah, no, no. I, I, would, I, I say these things as if they're absolute, absolutes. Justin Fields could as, easily be number one, and I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, again, I think they'd be overdrafting him. But <clears throat> what the fuck do I know? I said we should have re-signed Clowney last year. He didn't play. <laughs> <laughs> I said we should have backed the bu- the truck up for him, the Brinks truck. Um. Okay, so that's 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 the big quarterback news. Um. Crazy amount of free agents. I would name them all, but that'd be stupid. I have the list of top one hundred. Okay. Do the Pokemon rap style. And Shaq Barrett, Kenny Galladay, Trent Williams, Anthony Harris, Hunter Henry. <laughs> Is that good? Yep. Cool. Um, I guess I can go over what has happened in free agency so far instead of listing all the free agents. Okay. This is what has happened. Dak Prescott was a free agent signed. <clears throat> Allen Robinson was supposed to come to Seattle, but the Bears used the franchise tag on him. Leonard Williams, uh, Giants boy, franchise tag. Justin Simmons, yep. franchise tag. Chris Godwin. Franchise tag, right receiver, also supposed to come to Seattle. Um, Brandon Sheriff, uh, franchise tag. JJ Watt, that motherfucker. Didn't even talk about that. Could have picked any fucking team in the world. Russell Wilson's having offensive line mental issues. They signed to Cardinals, signed JJ Watt. Of course. I think JJ Watt's at the end of his career, not as effective as he used to be, for the record. But I think that D-line's already incredible, and that sucks he's in the NFC West. Yeah, I didn't get that signing at all in any aspect. I uh, None. Because everybody's like, dude, he's not signing with any of these teams because he wants a Super Bowl. And the Cardinals, I mean, they did okay last year, and it could be – it's not like out of question. They could maybe step it up. They're not going to beat a, San Francisco. They're yeah, not going to beat they're LA, a, and they're not going to beat Seattle. Yeah, even though you know how I am about the Browns, and I think they're not going to do good this year. Mm-hmm. I feel like – even uh, if they don't, you're in a division against going against maybe a better Bengals and the Ravens and the falling off Steelers. So that seemed even more realistic. And then, yeah, I thought he was time with the Browns for sure, or or the Packers. Those yeah. are the two teams I was like, 
he's going to one of those two. And then I didn't get on the Cardinals end. I get getting a player like that because there is a chance that he stays healthy and he's going to fucking dominate. But he is old, and they, again, I can't remember his contract, but it was almost all guaranteed. Two years, $31 million. I think it, like 30 of it's guaranteed or something. Yeah, crazy. that's why I was like, that just seems fucking bonkers to me because he's missed a good chunk of the last few years. Yeah, yeah. So you're potentially giving an entire contract, almost entire contract, somebody might not even really play. Healthy, he's an all-pro. Yeah. Incredible. One of the best in his position. Can you imagine him alongside Miles Garrett? Dude, I thought that just made And they have so much cap. I don't know. So fuck the Cardinals. Um, which I would I would say that anyway. But um, I actually don't mind the Cardinals. I kind of like Carla Murray. I love Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> Kurt Warner. I was going to say he's always not God, and you might feel different. I don't have much opinion on Kurt Warner. Yeah. I thought you were liking just because how he came up playing the AFL. Yeah, no, that is cool. In a grocery store. And... He did play for two of my rivals, though. Yeah. So. Um, Levante David, linebacker for the Bucks, got a $25 million two-year ex- extension with $20 million guaranteed. I think the only reason that the guarantees are crazy this year is because they have to fuck with the cap because cap went down 8% oh, yeah. uh-huh. to $182.5 million. Um, so I think that's why all the guarantees are happening. And I think we're going to see a lot of one-year rentals on players, like especially yeah, linemen and shit. Um... I don't even know who that guy is. Marcus Williams, Saints, franchise tagged. Matt Milano, linebacker for Bills, four-year, $44 million. Uh, Marcus May, Jets boy, uh, franchise tagged. Cam Robinson, who I also would have liked. Uh, Jaguars franchise tagged him. So those are the big things that have happened with some of the top free agents. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, we wanted to go over what we would like our teams to do in free agency. Knowing those guys are off the board, um, do you want to start with what you would like to see the Broncos do, and would you like this list of of people available? Um, let me ask this first: Are we doing free agency or off season? So are we yes. going to draft account into this? Or I was going to, I I kind of generalize the draft. Like I want them to draft a couple guards and like a tight end, and I know they're going to draft some shitty running back. But I didn't name people specifically because I'm not that. I haven't done much. I haven't done my draft analysis yet, so, but I will. I will have a mock draft ready for us, too, for every team. I'm super excited about it. You're going to do every round, or you mean the first round? Whatever. I don't care. I do the first first round for fun, so I would do every round if we're doing it. Really? Oh, yeah, absolutely, (laughs) I would. It'll be Um, dead wrong, but it'll be fun. um, I can start. I... If you so, need it, if you need it. This, is, say, this is them. Okay. Um, I don't know how much I'll look at the list just because I'm going to kind of do a general view like you did. And then... There's there's some names on there. There is. Shaq Barrett being one that I would love Seattle to get a hold of, but there's no way they can afford him. One they gave, the Broncos gave up on too fast. I don't know they if you did. Uh, and I thought that at the time, so I didn't good. think it turned into what he did, but he's showing promise he's getting better every year. I don't know why we're letting go of him. Um, he played so well, he's going to get such a big contract. So, I'll do an overview, and then maybe if I need to come back to this, I will. Okay. So, oh, no, you're good. No, just goes on. Um, do you cut all those out? No. Can you? Will you? <laughs> I'm sure you can. I just am not that good at it. It's probably not hard. Okay. Cody said 
because he listens, he's, I can't listen back, but he says he doesn't hear those come through. They um, definitely come through. So see, I don't know how they wouldn't. All this does. I had a feeling. That's why I try and do my best not do it. I knock it every it's now like and then. It's right in the way. I need to get mine like this. Um, that's why I have mine kind of levitating so much above me. I'm so crouched and comfy. I hear you. But go ahead. Um, so. Can I help? What are your needs? What are the Denver Broncos' needs? Um, what I think they need. Yeah, that's all it is. The biggest thing, definitely offensive line help, yeah. I think. Um, do you want me to stop as? No, no, no. I'm, I'm just curious what you think their needs are. Okay. Um, then I'd say cornerback. Okay. As in not quarterback, but cornerback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CB, you. not QB. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, DB. And then after that, I think it's not all over the place because I think they have a good amount of positions covered, but I'd say maybe linebackers just because Von Miller's getting older. Um, you don't have Shaq Barrett anymore. Um, and not that they had him last season, but you know what I'm saying? So I'd say that's the three biggest if I was picking. Okay. Um, so if it were me, I'd first off start with, I think, the kind of most obvious thing and the elephant in the room, uh, Drew Locke. Um <laughs> Not talking about his weight there. Yeah. Um, I If it was me, I would definitely keep him. Not because I think he's a bona fide pro bowler or Hall of Famer or anything, but because I think he's shown promise. And I think if you give up on him already, you're falling into the Browns' trap of never figuring out if somebody is good enough. Revolving door at coach and quarterback. Yeah, exactly. And if he ends up not being good, which I think there's a chance of that, like I said, I'm not saying they need to keep him because he's the best quarterback of all time. Yeah. Then you're in the same process next year. People act like this and just never another chance to do it. And there's this all-star quarterback in the draft or whatever. This happens every single year. There's a new fix if you want to try it. Yeah. And then – Second year? Yeah, and – he played. He didn't play all of last year, and he played. Um, he missed a quarter this year, so he's played. I think seventeen games. So eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. So he played essentially an, a full NFL season. He is eight, eight and ten as a starter. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. No. Especially a guy who has played a season. Uh, in a a team that's rebuilding. He's three hundred fifty-four out of five ninety-nine, so fifty-nine point one percent. Completion. That's pretty good. I think 60 is like a standard, right? Mm-hmm. Thrown from his 4,000 yards, 23 touchdowns, 18 picks, a 79.1 quarterback rating. It's not bad. No, not at all. None of and, that is, is bad. And the best game of his uh, career came this year. I should have had it ready. Like a, but uh, I know his best game came this year. Also, you have to be fair, some of his uh, worst moments came this year too. But that's also – comes with a quarterback playing essentially their first year that yeah. that shit's going to happen if you like Peyton Manning, John Elway, almost any big time quarterback they were not just playing like this but they were playing fucking terrible yeah. and this goes back to what I was talking about sports fans being way too reactionary people can't stop sucking Josh Allen's dick now and yeah he was um, bad oh yeah he was he was and really bad that's what I'm saying that's the point I was getting to that not that they should realize how good he was this whole time because he did struggle but people just act like that didn't happen now. And I that, heard motherfuckers on radio 
If I was starting a franchise right now, I would take Josh Allen over Russell Wilson every single time. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then if you go back, I what, a year and a half before that, people like, you got to cut him. He's Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying Drew Locke will be that, but there's definitely a potential of that, and you're not going to know. Until, yeah. Baker was bad. Yeah. He's definitely gotten better. He's also found a system that works for him. Broncos just need to get their system down. Especially when you couple the fact that last year he played like a little more than half a season. Yeah. So this year he was going into his what should have been his second year, but wasn't even really technically his second year. And then this is a year that no teams could practice like they wanted yeah. to. What a fucking weird year. The Broncos had, I think, arguably the worst offensive line in the league. Uh, Von Miller didn't play it down, which I know people would say he's on defense, but that if you know it matters. I was just say if you know football that. Matters Not a, a big time, especially when you're talking about somebody that's a Super Bowl MVP and consistent yeah. Pro Bowler. Um, you had Cortland Sutton for one game, their top receiver last year, that a lot of people thought he could get a top five receiver this year. He was missing the entire season besides that one game. And then we talked about they were them and the 49ers, I think, had the worst luck out, uh, out of uh, all the teams with injuries. Every team had injuries this year Us and worse than normal. were the worst. Did the Seahawks have bad? Yeah, we were at the top, I think, toward the end of the year. Okay. Yeah, they uh, – and it was – I mean, there was some players of not consequence, but majority of the injuries were starting players. Philip Lindsay would be out, and then Melvin Gordon would come back, and then Philip Lindsay would be out. Jared Judy was out, and then Tim Patrick would get hurt. It was just rotating and no consistency, which is one of the most important things for a quarterback. So I remember your, your receivers not helping your quarterback watch either. Yeah, Judy uh, dropped quite a bit. That's what you mean. I think yeah, a couple, a couple games I watched. I know there's one that dude is ridiculous with his routes. Oh yeah, that again. I'm I taught him those drops, but that was his first year, so that's the kind yeah. of stuff you gotta. But there was one like big crossing around the middle. It was right in his hands. He just yeah. That's okay. DK Metcalf has drops. I don't think anyone's saying that he's bad. So I'm sure Megatron drops him. Maybe actually that dude's incredible. So that's where I would start, and um, I think that kind of goes into free agency and the draft because there's rumors of them taking quarterback, which I think that would be the worst way to do it because they're getting the quarterbacks even younger and more inexperienced to so, do that. So you're keeping lock. Yeah, keeping lock. Rolling with lock. And especially not trading for Watson or doing these crazy trades. Not that yeah. he's not good, but It would cost you your entire team. Yeah, exactly. Your next draft. And then – like I talked about with Stafford, there's a potential of drafting two or three Watsons with those picks. So, yeah, I just – I don't think those trades are ever a good idea. The Jaguar fan is talking about – he said uh, Trevor Lawrence is a once-in-a-lifetime kind of player, and that's why they're not taking fields. That's what and a then, lot of people are saying. He yeah. sounds like a very uh, – he, he, he listens to a lot of sports talk. But then what he says after that – well, this was a later conversation – He's like, dude, if we can get Watson, I don't care how many first-round picks you get him. I was like, wait, so you would give up your once-in-a-lifetime player for <laughs> for a guy who's been in the league already? Yeah, and he's like, well, yeah, dude, that's Watson. Then he's not a once-in-a-lifetime kind of player, or you're something's not enough here. Um, so yeah, keep in lock. The offensive line thing is the biggest need by far. I think the obvious choice, are, like you said, the Chiefs with what happened today. Yeah. There's going to be so many linemen being cut. Yeah, and they're going to, I think, draw the biggest money, which the Broncos are going to have to spend money if they want to get offensive line. That's, I feel like they 
the past four years has been their biggest issue. I know Flacco wasn't going to win the Super Bowl, and uh, some of these other quarterbacks had rotated through, but I think they would have had a way better chance if they didn't have a decent uh, offensive line in front of them. Yeah. So I think the Broncos have ignored it for far too long. I think last season they always tried to make some changes and then just stick with the same offensive line, mm-hmm. but they half-assed it and kind of got washed-up players or players that were better than what they had. So I think you're going to have to spend money if you want to get it. Looks like you guys have 17.8 mil. Yeah. it's not a lot. No, it's not. Um, and I feel like the players the Chiefs had, I feel like those are the kind of players that are aging, so I don't know if that makes sense for a team like the Broncos. That... Linemen can be older. Yeah. Like we, we, we traded for Dwayne, Dwayne Brown. He's in his 30s. He's fucking a rock. So I think as long as they're not dead. Like we also signed uh, Mike I. Are you potty? Old, it's fucking injured all the time. Dwayne Brown hasn't moved, so I think it just depends yeah. on the on the quality. And, and Schwartz and Eric Fisher are incredible. Yeah, it would be nice to see them get at least one of them. Yeah, um, that's another thing. I know our offensive line, like who the good ones are, but I don't know the other offensive line. I don't know actually like what. Um, if they're a nose guard or what they are, because obviously that matters. You can't just plug a offensive lineman and yeah. tell them to do something. So it had to line up with the what they're struggling with. Like Garrett Bowles was one of the best offensive linemen last year, and he was on the Broncos. So you're not going to get somebody that plays the same offensive line position as him, obviously. Was he on the outside or the inside? Um, he was the outside. So he's a tackle. Yeah. So you don't need a tackle. So you don't need Schwartz or Fisher. Oh, they, oh they're both tackle. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, so that's what I'm saying. That, that stuff I hadn't paid too much attention to. Yeah, so... That you won't want that then. Okay. Um, so I don't know what offensive line in particular, but I would know that that'd be my my starting point um, after the lock. Okay. Um, I think the other one before we go position by position is I'm sure you've heard the rumors about Von Miller and if they'll even keep him. Yeah, I have. I think that's a big one, especially when you're talking about like you said, not much cap room. Twenty two and a half million he's taken up. Yeah, I think that's the only debate. I think people that don't follow football much I feel like to them that sounds stupid why would you get rid of what you just talked about being one of the most important players no team wants to get rid of a player like that the issue is in a year where the cap space is fucking awful yeah and if they can sign him for less they're gonna but the issue is somebody will probably pay more so is he willing to do that I think uh, Von Miller if he's taking less I would sign him every day especially even with the injuries last year I think just the what he can provide to the team and what we saw the difference of last year, him not being there. I think he's worth it. Even if he doesn't restructure, I wouldn't be against if they re-signed him. But I also, as much as it would suck and I'd be bummed, especially if fucking signed the Browns or some shit like that, I don't think he's going to. But um, but uh, even if he did that, I'd be bummed. But I think you do also have to weigh realism and realize that yeah, why they could make that move. Yeah. It's a shitty business. Yeah, so that one, I'd prefer them to keep an especially good restructure, but I don't know if that's realistic or not. Yeah. Um, I think wide receivers, I'm actually, I'd be set on that. I wouldn't be against if they could sign somebody, but... Maybe draft somebody? Yeah. Um, Jared Judy showed a lot of promise, and even with the drops, but he showed 
I think got way too much hate for the stats he put up. Not yeah. from you. I feel like there's a, a lot oh, of people I talking like about Jay. it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like him. I like Tim and Lamb. Yeah. A lot. Um, and then Sutton wasn't there last year, but he put up, what, like 1,200 yards yeah, a year before? Crazy, yeah. So Didn't he tear his ACL? Yeah. So that alone, putting that with Judy, is already a good duo. And then you have uh, Tim Patrick that came on crazy last year. Oh, okay. You have uh, um, Hamilton and Hamler, both rookies from last year. So I think wide receiver, I think they're actually – set like I said if you want to draft somebody or sign a veteran maybe help them out or whatever yeah. um, I'm kind of jumping around here that is what I would do as quarterback I'd love to see them get an actual a veteran backup yeah even you uh, I know you're making fun of Andy Dalton earlier but I don't think you'd be, be against a great for that signing. yeah be I was going to say yeah, I think it'd be, be kind of expensive that's my only that's what I was going to say I think him or Alex Smith would be perfect but I don't know if you Ooh, could yeah. do it for the money is the only thing I would love to have Alex Smith on my team. Yeah. Just as a motivator. My God. Yeah. Cause Jeff Driscoll, he's an okay backup. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But yeah. for somebody like Drew Locke that needs the help. And what about could, the Ripper? The Ripper? Yeah. Ripping. Uh, I know uh, he's not a veteran, but, man, he sure plays like one. <laughs> the Ripper. Um, sounds too close to a Raper. Um, I think it could be that, too. Who knows? Oh, yikes. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I don't think Driscoll is a bad one. I just would love to see him get somebody who has like a crazy amount of experience to be able yeah. to help him. And if they need to play, you're like, oh, yeah, this guy, he might not do bad. Um, so I think that would be a good call. Running back, I think it's a crime that Philip Lindsay hasn't gotten signed yet. He went like a long-term deal for his entire career. Is he still on the Broncos? Like, is he still? Yeah, he's okay. still. Yeah, he's still on the Broncos, and he's only signed for this year, though, and they've never given him a long-term deal. Is he undrafted? He's undrafted, and he's from Denver, and he's a lifelong Broncos yeah. fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think he's overperformed every year. Besides this year, he's injured on and off, but he's been very durable, especially for his size. And now I'm not the biggest Melvin Gordon fan, but uh, I think pairing him with uh, Lindsey was smart because Lindsey is so small that I can't believe. Yeah, got to get a power back. Yeah, I can already believe how durable he has been. And, of course, they finally get somebody, and then he gets hurt. Yeah. So Gordon running back. wasn't very healthy either, was he? No. And yeah. they had the uh, stupid DUI charge on top of that. Oh, yeah. Um, Which I guess that got handled. But I think that's probably just a matter of time until he does something else. Um, Unfortunately. So that's another position that would be okay. They don't touch. And I think – if they improve the offensive line, that already makes the running game obviously vastly better. And if you have a quarterback yeah. that people are worried about throwing and don't just know that they're going to hand it off every time, then that also makes the running game better. Um, then I think I'd move over defense there. Do you like your tight ends? Oh, tight end. I knew I was fucking missing something. I do. I think uh, Noah Fant, I think, is definitely the, the highlight there. Um, do you still have butt? They do have butt. I don't know why, because he doesn't fucking play. But they have they have butt. Um, not fucking blanking on his name. Somebody can't, else came out at the end of the last year. Do you remember who it was? Can't remember because I know. Ted? Yeah. He did decent, but I feel like Noah Fan's definitely the one. He just needs to stay healthy. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think they need a tight end. I think yeah. they okay. just need to keep progressing with the tight ends they have. Um. Defense, I think uh, defensive line is okay. I'm not sure of what top 
linemen are out. There's quite a few. There's quite a few. You could. Um, there's a bunch of ed- edge people like Carl Lawson, Tro- Trey Hendrickson, Leonard Floyd, Bud Dupree. There's some good motherfuckers <laughs> on the line. But they're all like edge rushers. Okay. Like Indomitian Sue's out there for a tackle, a nose tackle. And uh, foot stomper. Yeah, I don't know if I... I do have him in my notes as someone I would take. <laughs> uh, Larry Ogunjobi from uh, the Browns. He was really good. Mm-hmm. I think Clowney's out there, too. He could be something, I think, maybe. Yeah, I feel like he's going to get too much money for what he is, but... I think so, definitely. too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they could definitely use more there. I don't think it was like the offensive line nowhere is just a nightmare. Yeah. Especially when you have the linebackers backing it up with uh, um, Bradley Chubb and assuming Von Miller's there. I like Chubb a lot. Oh, yeah. I think he's real good. And uh, if Von Miller's not there, I think you obviously need to do something at linebacker. I don't know if you can get Shaq Barrett and convince him to come back to Denver. I think that'd be a... Be pricey. Yeah. I think... Uh, he's going to get something big, man. That's what I'm thinking. Which sucks. I think Bronx could have gotten a really good deal because he was... He was progressing, but not to what he fucking did in Tampa Bay, which really sucks. Yeah, um, of course. And then safety we saw Justin Simmons with a franchise tag. I think they definitely need to sign him long term. Mm-hmm. I think that's a um, obvious lock if they can do that. And I think you're set there. Cornerbacks they got rid of uh, um, fucking what's his name AJ Boye. Yeah, I always say, I always say it differently for some reason. I don't even but, know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but it's Boye, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, they got rid of him. He was supposed to be the the hot cornerback last year and did not live up to it. He was good when the Jags had like Ramsey and shit. Yeah, like, they were good together. The Rams, Ramsey's obviously been incredible by himself, but Boye definitely fell off. So, I think cornerback, like I said, would be the next most important position for them to look at. There's got to be some veteran corners out there. Sherman's out there. Oh, no. You wouldn't want Sherman? No, you know, I can't root for him. I think I'd welcome him back to Seattle. I I wouldn't be surprised if he would sign there. I wouldn't either. There's already been talks of it, apparently. Oh, really? No. Um, Then in special teams, I think Brandon Brandon McManus is a really good kicker. I don't have any issue with that. I'm fucking blanking their punter's name. I'm not going to lie, but... Colquitt? No, he doesn't play there anymore. Um... I think he actually plays with the Chiefs now. He does. The traitor. Um, but their punter was good. The uh, return game was actually good, too, which has been a struggle for them for a long time. So, what about your linebackers? Um, I'm missing one there. I went over Bradley Chubb and Von yeah. Miller, but I'm, obviously there's three normally, yeah, so yeah. I can't remember who Doesn't else matter. is there. But, yeah, like I said, if you keep Von Miller, then – I think you're pretty set there. If you don't, I think you got to do something, obviously. Even if you can't replace Von Miller, you got to do something yeah. to wait for that a little bit. Um, I know it probably doesn't sound like a whole lot for a team that has struggled with the Broncos had, but I don't think they're actually that far off from being a lot more competitive if they just get a few small pieces and get more consistency in time, which is why I think it'd be a mistake to just give up on things so fast. Yeah, I agree. You're in a tough division, too. Yeah. Fine. That part definitely sucks. Yeah. Hopefully losing Chargers. those linemen will uh, hurt the Chiefs a little, a little more yeah. than Of course, the Chargers found, like, the guy on yeah. accident. Fucking trainer. Yeah. Herbert's incredible. He is fun to watch, and he just seems like a fucking little kid. 
who has no idea what he he's doing. Like he's just throwing. T- he should not have cut his hair. <laughs> That's got to come back. Was that your overview for? Yeah, definitely could do better if I plan for it. Yeah, but it's pretty good. that's my overview. So keep Drew Lock, work on the line, uh, some veteran guys in the backfield of the defense. Yeah. Maybe a backup quarterback. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. 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 Seems reasonable. Who's your coach right now? Big so, Fangio. Okay. So at least giving somebody multiple years this yeah. time. Thank God. Um. Yeah, Seahawks have some stuff to talk about, for sure. And we might as well just start to Russ now. All right. Um, what is your view as an outsider of what the fuck is going on? I'm not going to lie. I've heard a lot about it. Yeah. But it sounds like a bunch of reports without much behind it, so I haven't paid much attention to it. But I feel like somebody like you would be able to tell what seems legitimate and isn't. Yeah. I was – I think – I was very like, this is bullshit at the start. I think over the past two weeks, the idea of him being traded is like a real, a realistic thing, which sucks. Um, I've also convinced myself that I think I'd be okay with it, knowing I won't be. Um, he's by far my favorite player. Uh, he seems like an incredible person. And nine years of just bailing out the Seahawks. You could say the first few years, LOB did it, the defense, sure. But since, like, 2015, that man has literally put that franchise on his back and carried him. The only reason I have some concerns is his agent came out and said he wants to stay in Seattle, but if he were to be traded, (laughs) I want to go to these four teams, Bears, Saints, Raiders, someone else. Yeah, I saw that. That's the part that I was like, is this real? Why the hell would you want to go to Raiders? Is it because of Las Vegas? There's so many. Yeah, so I think some of it is like I want to put my name out there. And I want to – because the Pacific Northwest is obviously – no one gives a fuck about Seattle. He put Seattle on the map. I think Seattle needs Russell Wilson more than Russell Wilson needs Seattle, by the way. Um – I think a lot of it is because the report came out after he went on the Dan Patrick show. Him and him and Russ are good friends, and he said, "I'm I'm a little frustrated getting hit so much." Like I said earlier, he has been hit uh, three hundred and ninety four times, and that is the most out of any quarterback since the nineteen seventy merger. Forty four sacks a year. I'd be a little fucking upset too. I don't know if I'd, but but Seahawks fans for years, oh, our offensive line sucks. Oh, we need to get better offensive line. The one time the fucking guy who's taking the sack says, "Yeah, I'm a little frustrated getting hit so much." The world's on fire. And he said he wants more uh, input on on like personnel and maybe play calling. I think you've earned that. You're uh, pretty fucking good. You've been in the same system for nine years. Yeah. You're going into a decade of football for Seattle. Uh, Pete Carroll is 90,000 years old, and his system is antiquated. So I think what happened this year was they were like, okay, Russ, we'll let you do your thing. And they started off the year 5-0. and He was on pace for MVP, ripping touchdowns. like It was, it was incredible. 
It was so much fun to watch. He gets hit in the Arizona game a lot, throws a couple picks, and the next game throws a couple picks. B. Carroll, whoa, 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 whoa. God forbid you're throwing 30 touchdowns fucking in five games. That's not really how much, but it was a lot. And, and like four picks, we got to slow this shit down. And apparently there was a discussion during the Bills game where he was like, I would like us to maybe try solving it this way. And Pete Carroll said, fuck you, essentially. Again, these are all rumors. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then since then, it, it became more of a – they were still pretty pass-heavy. A lot of people say, well, Pete Carroll took over to his run. No, they were pretty pass-heavy still. Um, and we won 12 games. And we went 12-4. And hosted a playoff game, which we got fucking smacked in because of our, our offensive line was a turntable. We had guys missing all the time. Our, I don't know. Of course, our running backs were hurt again. Uh, yeah, and our defense didn't get good till like week ten. Um, so I'd be a little frustrated if I was Russell Wilson, but I'd also so so I get saying that I wouldn't throw my offensive line under the bus ever because they protect you. Um, but yeah, I'd be a little upset. Uh, but since then, man. Everything has been so crazy. The only report I'm worried about is that one that his agent came out with. Uh, and then someone said, an unnamed rumor close to the situation says that Seattle wants Russell Wilson, or, yeah, wants Russell Wilson out just as much as Russell Wilson wants out. Who is that source? And how much is that? Mm-hmm. You just said he wants to stay. So Seattle wants him to stay? Of course they fucking do. No fucking idiot right an idiot would trade Russell Wilson Super Bowl champion I got some stats this is gonna be like you have to like mark this on the video fucking Russell Wilson rant Super Bowl champion next year Super Bowl appearance eight time pro bowler out of nine years 11 times NFC player of the week seven times FedEx player air of the week air player of the week 2019 second team all pro Tied for the most touchdown passes by a rookie. First quarterback in NFL history to start career with nine winning seasons. Most wins by a quarterback in his first nine seasons. I don't like quarterback wins as a stat because it's a team game, but I'm fucking listening it. One of three quarterbacks with 250-plus passing touchdowns in the first nine seasons while, has to, while having, I think, less than half of the interceptions. Um... First quarterback to have five consecutive games with three-plus touchdowns. Best five-game streak in the NFL history with 19 touchdowns, zero picks. Pepsi NFL Rookie of the Year. Single-season Seahawks passer rating. Uh, doesn't matter the stats, but he did that in 2015, 2018, 2017, 2020, 2019, or no, 2016. And that's it. Most touchdowns by a quarterback for the Seahawks. He's won the Steve Largen Award, which is a prestigious award in Seattle, three times. He's the fucking Walter Payton Man of the Year. And last year, his worst year, right? 69% of his passes completed, 4,200 yards, 40 touchdowns, two rushing, 13 picks, most ever. 13 is his most ever. Yeah. By a lot. Rating of 105. That's a down year. That's a career year for people, right? Aaron Rodgers said that as a joke, but he's serious. Oh, beyond years for me are career years for the quarterbacks. What a fucking dickhead. I'll say it for Russell Wilson. 
Some quarterbacks would love to have that stat line, right? So I had to sit through and think about it, right? Okay, so why would we trade him? Let's be realistic. This is all part of the offseason because you have to figure this out by next week. Because if you don't get rid of him, yeah. you don't have as much cap. If you do get rid of him, you got to figure out what your cap is before free agency starts so you know what you're doing. So like, they have to figure this out by like literally next week, which gives me anxiety. So why would we trade him? If he genuinely actually does not want to be here, don't want to be here. He's given us a Super Bowl. He's the best player in, Seah- in, in Seattle sports history. People make, you know, Ken Griffey they could make that argument, you know what I'm saying, for the Mariners. Sure, Junior. I'm sure. Um, but Russell Wilson's the answer, for sure. Um, so if he doesn't want to be here, okay, figure out a way to do it mutually. But what you're getting in return, better fuck somebody. We actually, I put on here, we get someone's whole draft and guarantee a pick of a quarterback. In the, so, top four pick, right? Or we get Deshaun Watson in like a three way trade. Because that's the only way it could happen. We have to have three teams involved. Because the Bears have the most to offer. They pick like 20th. That's not, we're not giving up that. You can give us yeah. five. We're not getting our replacement this year. So, if we want to trade him, he has to really not want to be here. And not be willing to mend the relationship. And we have to get something like... Like, it has to be astronomical. They said the starting price is three first-round picks and a star. That's starting. That's just to have the conversation. And and and, and a lot of reports are, oh, well, they're listening and, t- and fielding calls. Of course they are. Every team does that. Yeah. Hey, we want Von Miller. Okay, what are you offering? Uh, third-round pick. No. Hey, we want Patrick Mahomes. What are you offering? Uh, three first-round picks. No. Hey, we want Russell Wilson. What do you have? And two first round picks and uh, Mitch Trubisky. No, fuck you. Uh, there's been so many things like, oh, well, Seattle's making calls to people. No, they're not. Reports have come out against that. You know what I mean? It's so frustrating. And no one has said anything. The Seahawks need to make a statement. Oh, but the Seahawks in their season ticket holder pamphlet left out Russell Wilson's name. I saw that. They also left out Bobby Wagner, Jamal Adams. No, Jamal Adams was in it. Bobby Wagner, Pete Carroll, John Schneider, um, DK Metcalf, might have been in it actually, Dwayne Brown, I don't know, Quandre Diggs, Purple Safety, a lot of fucking people that I guess aren't going to be on the team anymore, so that sucks, um, but they also just hung a giant banner of Russell Wilson on the outside of the stadium because he was man of the year, so what does that mean? Everything, nothing makes sense, I hate this. Because I don't know what's happening. Uh-huh. Why would he want out of Seattle? Would you if would you go to the Bears? Would I? Yeah, if you were if you were Russell Wilson and you've had the success you've had, and you voiced your thing of you're disappointed, and you want some changes. Let's say they say no. Okay, I want to go to Chicago. You cool with that? I wouldn't. I've always had a way different view on this than most people do because, as a professional sports team, football. Not a Matt Nagy love. Oh, not even that, no. Um, well, I, I don't know. I guess I was going to say, people always make the argument that whatever you can get more money, you're going to go. Yeah, But when sure. you're making that much money. Highest paid? I think he's still top three highest paid. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. When you're making that much money, I think it's where you want to be. So I guess if he really doesn't want to be in Seattle, then yeah, it wouldn't be. But 
if I wanted to be in Seattle, then no, I'd still stay there. And he came out and said he wants to be there. Yeah. None of it makes sense. I just need one of them to come out, and none of them are saying anything. Oh, I heard from Russell Wilson's camp. Who the fuck's his camp? Fucking my cousin? Oh, well, the Seahawks people are saying, who? Just tell me who. And give me something that I'm like, okay, that's a fucking... Russell Wilson, I do not want to play in Seattle anymore. Cool. Let's start figuring out what we're going to get for you. Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson's our quarterback. That's all it takes. This shit's over. Oh, I fucking hate it. So, <laughs> we're keeping Russell Wilson. There's no, at least this year. If he's genuinely unhappy, I think cap space alone, we're keeping Russell. It's $39 million in dead cap. Unless there's something done after June 1st where some of it falls off. Yeah. It's all confusing. But he's playing quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks in 2021. I think guaranteed. I'm not so sure about 2022, which is fine, which because you can start talk, having conversations. You know what I mean? And I, that's ten years. Yeah, I can live with ten years. I don't want to get rid of them. So, with that being said, the 2021 offseason outlook would be Russell wasn't starting with whoever fucking guy we signed as backup. I wish Geno Smith was still there because I liked him a lot. He was a good backup. We're going to need a running back. We're letting Chris Carson go and Carlos Hyde. I saw that. Uh, running backs just aren't worth money. Anymore. You see what happens with Zeke. He got signed to this big thing. He's fucking not very good now. The only one that would be worth that kind of money is McCaffrey, but even he's been injured. You know what I mean? And he restructured today. See that? Yeah, I did. I did see that. So they can get more money. So we're going to need a running back, and I think you could do that in multiple. There's this guy, Mike Davis, who was on the Panthers, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, Or maybe the Bears. I think he switched around between those names. He was with us for a little bit. Great. I'd love to get him on a one-year rental. Because we still have Rashad Penny and DJ Dallas. DJ Dallas was a rookie last year. Super young kid, but seems really fired up to play. And Rashad Penny was a first-round pick who definitely isn't worth that. But it's shown that he can play. So I would like like an older veteran running back to kind of come in there and, and take some load off of those two guys because they, they've also both been hurt. So that's a, I, would, I, would, I, would get a, I would get a running – none of this is in order. I would get a running back. Uh, receiver is interesting because um, it depends on what happens with Tyler Lockett. I think there's a pretty real world he gets traded because we have no fucking draft picks. We have... Oh, uh, no, where is it? I just saw it. Where did it go? I'm so sorry. Oh, you're good. One, two, three, four, five picks. A second, a fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. We have no first, no third. So that sucks. So again, if you want Russell Wilson, you're going to have to give up a lot. But we also still need draft picks somehow. So I think you either do two things with Tyler Lockett. You either restructure his contract and extend him so we have more cap, or we trade him for draft picks. Because we're not getting rid of DK Metcalf. We're going to back up the truck for DK Metcalf, right? We have a shitload of cap next year or the year after. Just back it up. Or he'll want to leave because Russell Wilson left. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but after that, it's like Freddie Swain and Penny Hart. You've never heard of them. Um, so I think a third guy wouldn't be a bad thing. Go get a T.Y. I, uh, I wrote him down, actually. Uh, A.B. I'd be cool with Brown coming in. He seems like he's changed, and he was a non-factor. Uh, not a non-factor in the sports world because he did well in the Buccaneers, but he wasn't like a, a nuisance. 
So if that's legitimate, like I'd, I'd be cool with that. Emmanuel Sanders, someone that's kind of like Tyler Lockett. You know what I mean? If that happens, if I hope he gets restructured because I like him a lot. But uh, we definitely need a tight end. We have Will Disley, Uncle Will, uh, who tore like his knee, like. I, don't, I think, like, his calf rolled up into his... Oh, it's fucking disgusting. And this guy named Colby Parkinson, who was a rookie last year. We just said, we had Greg Olson. Uh, that was a waste of money. It was, like, $11 million for no reason. But I wouldn't mind getting a nice tight end. Um, nice. Nice. Uh, the line. So, halfback for sure. We should probably get a tight end. The linemen. We have Dwayne Brown and Brandon Shell as tackles. I'm cool with those. We have no depth, though. Our guards, we have this guy, Damian Lewis, who was a rookie last year out of LSU. Great. He's so good for a rookie. So I think one guard spot is good. Our center sucks, and we don't have one. So he's gone, and he still sucks. And our right guard ooh, is no good. But it could be this guy, Jordan Simmons or Phil Haynes, but I, don't, I think they played left guard. There's a lot of shifting around. Are we good? Yeah. I'm okay. Sure. Um, this is gonna be kind of long for me. Oh, just I so don't you know. care. Okay. Good. Um, we need a guard and a center. Um, Corey Lindsay, Lindsley from Green Bay Center. I would take him in a heartbeat. Sign him to a multiple thing contract, multiple multiple year contract extension. Fucking just get him. It would make Russell Wilson happy. It would make me happy. So that's all you care about, right? John Schneider? Oh, damn it, me. Um, Joe Thune from New England. Guard. Come on over. Uh, Alex Mack, the former uh, Falcons center, I think. Uh, I would take either of those centers, and I really want Thune. I, like, really want Thune. Even that means we kind of, like, makeshift a center and we get Thune, I think that line's pretty good. Um, that shores up the, cause we'd move Damien over to left guard and keep, and Thune would be on the right guard. Oh, dude, I'd be into that. As long as Dwayne Brown wants to stay. I could see Dwayne Brown being like, fuck you, Russell. Throw me under the bus. So that would be an issue, but I don't think that's going to happen. They're all professionals. Um, that's it for offense, which is all of it. I think the Seahawks are in a really good position. Obviously they were 12 and four. They got beat by a rival in the playoffs. Like, it happens. You know what I mean? Um, I am stuck in this, like, I am kind of sick of the whole first-round exit thing. But mm -hmm. also, like, I can't bitch too much because we're always in the playoffs. It just sucks yeah. to never do anything with it. Um, so I want something to change. And I think Pete Carroll has shown he's willing to adapt by hiring a young offensive coordinator from a system like the Rams, Shane Waldron. So I, I, I'm excited. I, I think there's a lot of potential if we work on the line and get him in here with Russ early. I, th I think Russ and DK could be the next Montana Rice. Like, that, that fucking thing is just... Oh, it could be so good. Uh, they've already shown so much. I love DK so much. Um, defense, we could use an edge rusher again because we let go of fucking Carlos Dunlap. Fucking idiots, dude. He he was fourteen million in cap space, yeah. and we had like six million. So we have twenty now. Uh, he's thirty two. He's probably going to garner some interest, but like he could resign for cheaper. 
it's not out of the realm of possibility. But if not, um, and Dominic and Sue, Leonard Floyd, Yannick and Gakwe, Clowny. Mary Dunlap's a Cleveland guy, especially since he hates Cincinnati. It could be that, you know what I mean? But I, I kind of hope one of those things happens. Um, if we could get Shaq Bear, I don't think we could. Obviously, that'd be sweet. Um, there's a Mel- Melvin Ingram. Mm-hmm. That could be cool. There's there's a lot of uh, Bud Dupree I'd be down with. Um, but I really want like a pure edge rusher. Um, so I'd like to get Dunlap. Um or or Floyd or Yannick Ngakwe. Um maybe Clowney. That's that's up in the air. Um but my, my priorities would be to keep Russell Wilson but work on his contract, maybe restructure it into a signing bonus to give us some more cap. Which wouldn't affect him at all. Uh, re-signed KJ Wright. Uh, he has been here for a decade. He has played along the same linebacker, Bobby Wagner, for his whole career, and he was at his best last year when we when he moved positions. He switched linebacker spots, and he was his best. Um, I think he's going to get a good contract, and I think it should be from us. And I think we should work on Dunlap, get Bruce Irvin back, who was injured, uh, Mayoa, Benson Mayoa. Because I think you can get those guys cheap for Ezra Edrusters, rotational guys. And then uh, we need a corner, Quentin Dunbar, who was at one point like the first or second rated corner when he was on the football team. Uh, but he was always injured last year with us, and he sucked. But I think I'd bring him back. We have Trey Flowers, and because uh, Shaquille Griffin is gone, which kind of sucks. Uh, but he also wasn't that great. So I'm I'm kind of indifferent about that, but Trey Flowers and DJ Reed are both good. I like DJ Reed more, so I'd like Dunbar to start, and then I love our nickel corner Ugo Amadi, and uh, Marquise Blair as a safety. We're kind of converting into a nickel. I like that a lot. Um, so I'm kind of good with our safeties: Quandre Diggs, Jamal Adams, all day. Yeah. Some people want to trade Jamal Adams already, and shut up. He costs everything. What you need to do is extend them now, by the way, because we need the fucking tri- the, the, the cap room. I think you extend Tyler Lockett, extend Jamal Adams. You could probably work on an extension for Quandre, too. Um, and I think that free up some cap space, and it gets you some long-term dudes. Um, so you can go get KJ and Dunbar and maybe one big offensive lineman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it could happen. It could totally happen. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Um, let's see. That's kind of like my big thing, actually. And then, yeah, a rental running back. Hyde, get Hyde back. Leonard Fournette's a free agent. Uh, Kenyon Drake from the Cardinals, he's a free agent. I'd be into him signing. He's kind of like Rashad Penny, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but our, our our defensive tackles, I love. Puna Ford is a free agent, which I love him, but he's going to get an extension. We have an edge rusher named Daryl Ta- Taylor, who's never played. He was a rookie last year. He just got hurt. I-, I think the core is young and good. We got this new linebacker named Jordan Brooks, who's a rookie last year. Fucking real good. He's learning from Bobby. I think he's Bobby's replacement. Uh, we got some special st- team studs in there. Ben Burkerv and Cody Barton. Uh, they're shit linebackers, but they're good on special teams. So we could probably draft a linebacker or something to kind of – be a rotational piece, but or not even rotational, just a backup. 
Uh, Corner already said. Oh, I'd be cool with Sherman coming back too. Um, to be honest, Sh- Sherman Dunbar starting. <clears throat> Get Trey Flowers. I don't know. That's not bad. Uh, safeties, I'm down. Our punters, Michael Dixon. He's great. Jason Myers, our kicker, is on a, on a good contract. So, yeah, I, it sounds like I had a lot more, but I don't think the Se- I think the Seahawks could have won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. Um, I think you could have made the argument that they were the best team in the playoffs. They just somehow their offense got fucking terrible. I think some of it says, "Oh, it's Russell Wilson wanting out." I just think their fucking offensive scheme was outdated, and that's why they got rid of their offensive coordinator. So. I think their core is young and good. Those young players need to step up, though, because we don't have much to draft. And it's going to be hard to sign some people. But if we sign some core people like KJ, maybe Dunlap, get a good corner, and, and get one big splash of an offensive lineman, I think we're right back in the race of winning the NFC West. And going with this, I don't know, I, th- I think this team's still Super Bowl capable. I think if you get Russell Wilson, you're, you, you blow up the whole team. I'm not even kidding. I think you get rid of him, you get rid of Bobby, you get rid of Jamal, you restart at that point. Because, I don't know, you lost your franchise quarterback. Those don't grow on trees. Um, and I think logistically thinking through it, you don't want to do that when you're in a spot that you probably should have won the Super Bowl last year. Instead, you sucked in the playoffs. It's okay. In a year without fans, you went 12-4. and four. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's another reason why Russell Wilson is just kind of being a baby. He went fucking 12-4. and four. Shut up. Go to the Bears and get 12 4, you dick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Russell Wilson to death. Um, he wants to go to the Saints, I think. I, this whole fucking thing derives from Tom fucking Brady. And I thought I was already pissed off at Tom Brady. You know, I started to grow to like him, kind of. I remember you saying that. I yeah. Now didn't... I fucking hate him again. Okay, good. I didn't know how to handle that. but um, Because the only reason I think. because Did you see the picture of Russell Wilson watching Tom Brady play the Super Bowl? No. He was sitting right next to Sierra, who was talking the, his her fucking ass off to the the commissioner of the NFL, and he was. And he said, "I've never heard this man say anything even close to a bad word off the field." He said, "Yeah, I was pretty pissed watching Tom Brady playing at another Super Bowl in the NFC." We all were. But he's like, "Why can't I do that? Yeah, Why don't I have say in who comes to the free agents? You know what I mean? Because he got Kronk, he got Leonard, he got AB, he he, he got saying that he and 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 Bruce Arians said, yeah, I'll just let Tom Brady coach sometimes. I just take my hands off the wheel. Pete Carroll doesn't do that. So so Russ is like, well, I, I want that kind of power. I think I've earned that. You haven't, to an extent, maybe. You're not Tom Brady. You know what I mean? No one is." But you want some more say? Okay, well, they hired your guy that you liked, Shane Waldron. So there's one. They signed Greg Olson, which you liked. Um, he sucked. He didn't suck. He just wasn't worth $11 million. Yeah. I think Jimmy Graham was his guy. We got him. We traded our boy, our best center. That's when everything kind of started to go downhill. Um, I think both of them are just kind of being babies, both sides of the party. Um, and they're going to have to mend it. They literally have to. Because they need each other, or they need to blow up the whole team. Um, if it was the Saints, I feel like it has to be next year because Drew Brees says he's going to play another year. Yeah, and they have negative so. fifty million cap space. There's no fucking way yeah. they can trade for Russell Wilson. He just wants to go to a play. I think Russell's like a Saints guy, like he likes the Saints. Um, 
but he just wants to go to another team. Like, oh, Tom Brady went to another team, won another Super Bowl. That's his legacy. I want that legacy. That's why I hate Tom Brady. Because he's, if Tom Brady didn't go to the fucking Super Bowl, I bet he doesn't say this shit. I bet he just keep. which I don't blame him for saying something, by the way. You've been a yes man your entire career. Go Hawks, go Hawks, go Hawks. Oh, I love this team. Oh, we just got to get better as a team. Push back a little. Sure. Just don't be a bitch about it. Don't do it publicly. Go talk to John. Go talk to the fucking owner, Jody. Yeah. But that's my rant for you. Yeah, you're good, buddy. But I also think it's a pretty realistic snapshot of what they should do in the offseason. No, I agree. I Yeah, I don't think there's much they need to do. I feel like it's more fill-in for a team like that. And like you said, if anything, the Broncos, I feel like most people would do a lot more than I did. And I know I'm more optimistic, but I said, I do think the it's weird because obviously you can't use like the same phrase as you comparing to the Seahawks. So, like the I think the core is actually potentially good, so it's definitely different. But I think the and they're such a young team that I think they could have that there if they plug in more. But no, I definitely I think a team with the Seahawks is obviously more obvious. It would just be such a waste. Russell's 32. It's kind of old. Yeah. But he's still in his prime, dude. Yeah. It's just, it would be such a waste of so much potential because you, you're restarting. And Pete Carroll's old, man. I think you trade Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll's gone in a year or two. And then you're restarting with new coach and everything. When you could have maybe got rid of Pete Carroll and kept Wilson and get a new young coach in there. I don't know. Like I said... I think the the bet is shaky, but I think if they go on to play well this year in the new system and things go well, I don't know why he wouldn't want to stay long term. I don't yeah. know. Well, I'll ask you a few things, kind of jump around here. Um, they should have thrown, or they should have ran that Super Bowl and not thrown it. Disagree. Oh, um, I'm just trolling. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I, have a, I have a good rant. Um, I, was, I don't have a... I would have been fine either way. I just like we talked about things. People are so reactionary, yeah. so I'm not even against that they should have made run it. They probably it's should. It's say I'm not even yeah against that. I'm more against the narrative on it because yeah, maybe they should have ran it, but if they would complete that, people would have been like, it's the best well, they're call in NFL history. Yeah. yeah, so I feel like people don't know how to uh, separate and uh, the box was stacked. With at least eight guys. Yeah. The only problem I have with throwing it is A, Curse didn't do his job. Jermaine Curse. He's supposed to go block Malcolm Butler. B, the throw was out here. Yeah. Which that close, it needs to be here. But you you literally get the ball and you have to throw it immediately. You know, okay, whatever. My biggest fucking thing is uh, Ricardo Lockett was like our fourth string receiver. You don't throw that ball to a fourth-string receiver yeah. who put no fucking effort into it. He literally got pushed and was parallel yeah. in the yeah. fucking air. Like, how are you letting someone get that much on you? Yeah. Fight for the motherfucker. At least it's incomplete, and then you run it two more times. The game's over. You win or lose. There. So, yeah, I'm a fan of the play call. I just think it was executed horribly, um, obviously, because it was an interception we lost. Um but if that play was an option play too, Marshawn Lynch ran a wheel route, wide open. Like if it was like a look here, yeah. oh, it's not there. Oh, hey, Marshawn Lynch, that's a free Super Bowl. Or a read option. 
Russell was his third year. That dude can move. I don't know. I think a lot of things could have went differently, obviously. Yeah, I was going to say, because you could say that um, the option he could have. Got fucking, sacked. Yeah. yeah, or done the, uh, the pitch wrong and a fumble. Yeah, and totally. Why would you? Why would you do that there? Why yeah, did you just hand it, it off? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe it wasn't the best call, but the narrative is what more annoys me more. Just cause. I think we ran that play ten times that year. And yeah. I think it worked nine times. Uh, I don't think it was a bad call. It just didn't work. The next thing I was going to talk about, um, I noticed you said football team, and you corrected me earlier, but I realized at the beginning of the show that you said Indians multiple times. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing some disconnect there. Do they have a team name? Or they're the Cleveland baseball team. They're the Indian. They're the Indians right now, but they awesome announced good. that they're going to change it. So they haven't changed it yet. Yeah, but everybody says that you should still refer to it as that because they made the move to well, what they're going to change. Well, so when they change it, I'll do it. Okay. We're now with the Indians. Yeah. No, you can uh, get on any other social media, and if you say Indians, you'll get a. I've done it twice. You get us a string of people talking about. I so can't say weird. that. Their name is the Indians still on social media. Oh, I know. I took a screenshot and circled six different spots that yeah. Indians, and then they sent me the, um, a screenshot of the article where they said that they aren't going to say it anymore. I said, okay, that's great. So I can be like, hey, I'm not going to punch little kids anymore, and then I can keep doing it. But if I say I'm not going to do it, that's all that matters. It's, yeah, it's extreme. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I agree. Yeah. Sure. Fuck it. Um, I actually have way more extreme than that, but I toned it back, so. I guess you thought that was extreme. Was good. I, oh no! Uh, I know you are. Uh, <laughs> I know that subject matter in general is a irksome, and I know you hate the Indians. Well, so. you probably shouldn't say that. The not Cleveland even baseball team. I was gonna say not even saying that. That just sounds like now I hate Native Americans. Oh yeah, not the Native Americans. The baseball team. I don't really like Native Americans either. Um, That's racist. No, I have no fucking issue with Native Americans. <laughs> um, That's racist actually, also. I actually have issue with people saying that Native Americans are offended by it when they're like, no, we're not. That's, That's what I have an issue with. against those people, Casey. You can't judge people in 2021. Jesus Christ, let them be free. Um, he, him. That's, that's offensive. <laughs> um, that's me. That's my pronouns. Uh, it's they. But, um... <laughs> my pronouns are they? Don't tell me what my pronouns are in 2021. <laughs> um, I forget to have one thing. With my Broncos. Hold on. We joke lightly about the pronouns thing. We respect everything. <laughs> it's, we're just playfully talking as friends. Except Native Americans. Um, <laughs> I already covered my base. I said that was a joke. I'm not going to be able to do that. Um, but uh, the only thing I was going to add that I meant to the Broncos is that I think offensive lines are biggest need. But if I was them, I would use that more and free agency than the draft because I feel like yeah. it's so easy to find somebody that's experienced in free Especially agency. Especially this year. Yeah. Yeah. And I think cornerback is their next biggest need, and I think that's much easier to get somebody that they might be more raw and um, coming. Oh, oh, so in the draft? I think, yeah, I'll do cornerback oh, okay. there because they might get burnt here and there and not know exactly how to run routes with the receiver. But I think it's much easier for a cornerback to transition the NFL than an offensive lineman. That's fair. I mean, Xavier Rhodes, Desmond King, Richard Sherman, uh, Quentin Dunn. Oh, that's harsh. We're going to take him. Mackenzie Alexander. Oh, no, I wouldn't be against them signing a free agent or even doing one in Troy each. Hill. I just Kill think uh, 
offensive lineman would be much harder to find in the draft. Yeah. I mean, uh, you can maybe find a good yeah. one, but it's going to be years of development. Yeah, I agree. Hassan Reddick's a free agent, too. I would also take him. Um, was there anything else you want to talk about this episode? If there is. No, yeah. no, no. I feel like I've ranted about Russell's and the Seahawks enough. So, uh, final thoughts. I think the Seahawks are in a good position. I think uh, Russell Wilson will be a Seahawk this year. Um, I would not be surprised if he was not a Seahawk the following year. Those are my final thoughts on Seattle. I have a good final thought for our next intro and our intros going forward. Mm-hmm. About I am your host, bro. Here with my friend Hawk. Yeah, bro and Hawk. No, <laughs> we'll think on that one. I won't. I promise. All right. Well, this was the first episode. Let us know how we did. This is kind of a test run. I hope I have a logo back here, a logo in general, a theme song next time, more structure. Um, I also have more ideas I can talk to you about off air. Mm-hmm. But let us know how we did. Um, next week we will not be here because I'll be out of town. Probably back, should be back the week after that for episode two, and hope we have things more in place. Yeah, we'll have some probably monster free agency news. That's what I was going to say, all the stuff we talked about. Um, we'll be It'd be fun to go hard. back. Yeah. See how we did. I guess I should have said at the beginning of the show I could do the other podcast. It's March 12th, depending on when this goes up, because some of the stuff we talked about. Yeah, we got to get out before at least free agency starts. Yeah. <clears throat> um, kind of working backwards here, but it's the first episode, you know. I think it went well. I'm glad you're here, D-Dubs. You're my guy. All right. I don't like that I'm here anymore. How do we? Uh, how are we going to end our shows? We clap it out on the... The current back. We clock. clearly do a quack, 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 go quack, quack, go Broncos. Hawks. I was going to say that. You said Seahawks. I said Broncos. That works out. <clears throat> See you next time.